and welcome to the Disc Course, the podcast where, listen, every every week or so we sit down, we we decide we want to observe the process of making a podcast. It's interesting, so we sit down, we get in the Discord call, and then suddenly two and a half, or possibly even three hours have passed, and none of us know where it goes. <laughs> no, no one can possibly nothing, nothing to show for it. We have no idea. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome to Discworld. Our discourse, our Snow Globe Appreciation podcast. That's true. No, no, that's yes. our Tommy Westfall St. Elsewhere podcast. God. <laughs> no, that's the um the Citizen Kane cast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome Kane to Kane cast. cast. Kane cast. Every episode we rewatch Citizen Kane and talk about it. <laughs> until we die. You, you could, is that the, I feel like. That's, uh, that's Borat Club. I was gonna say I've never listened to to one of those shows where they rewatch the movie over and over, but I'm just like to do that with like Citizen Kane though. Worst idea, of, worst idea of all time. The first season is great only because one of them went overseas and still recorded uh, the episode. Oh uh, like <laughs> uh, only like five episodes in it. It's very good. Wow, oh. good for them. As always, I'm Holly. With me is Mark. Hello, uh, Julie. I definitely know how an egg feels. <laughs> yeah, I put I fucking posted that fucking string of text in the chat. Uh and Jess. Yeah, I don't ask any personal questions. <laughs> Christ. Um I too wish I lived in the peripheral vision of people so they could not fully describe me. Yes. Do not perceive me, do not notice me, do not look at me. You cannot look at me. I I am, for all you know, a skeleton wearing a man's clothes. How does the drink not fall out of me? That that should be a question. Yeah. <laughs> also, also the experience of a child uh, of a child just running up and saying something they shouldn't say. God. Oh my god! I have a great story about that. Should I tell it <laughs> yeah. like now or or when we get? Yeah. To go, yes. Do it. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Uh, my coworker. Uh, is uh, also a, a person of height, uh, like I am. Um, <laughs> can't and, relate. Can't relate. <laughs> she's she is heighted. Um, I'm border- I am borderline minor coded. If you go by that one horrible post, yikes. Um, so she she was at the market once, and there was this child who, if five six, maybe I don't know, um, mm-hmm. maybe seven. Who knows? Shout, uh, shouty age, saying words sh- age. Saying that it's Skellington talking about age, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And they're 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 in line at the at the checkout, and she goes, "You're so tall. You're bigger <laughs> than everybody." <laughs> oh, thanks, wow. child. Give me body dysmorphia. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "What the fuck?" God. She gave it away, like, and she like tells us the story. She's like, "I almost threw hands with this kid." She's like, "What the fuck is your problem?" <laughs> okay, you weird child. <laughs> I have little fucking Fontler. I almost got it. <laughs> I, I have two similar stories. Uh, one was my nephew when he was a little kid. This is literally like a decade ago. We're watching TV, an ad for like the local museum popped up, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. do you like dinosaurs?" Because they're advertising a new exhibit, and he was like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, no. oh you know, like." They died a long time ago, and he goes, "Oh, do were you, you my them? age?" <laughs> yes, yes, oh. fucking got me. Um, I salute that child. Owned, but owned, owned, I, owned. I, there was a student. I think it was last year. There, oh. they were a new student at the time. They came to our school, and um, 
for again for context i teach in a special ed unit and this is just funny to me this is just genuinely the one of the funniest things ever that's happened to me out of school is this child um they have a very croaky voice they sound like they smoke two packs a day even though they haven't okay. like they they were 12 at this time but they talk like this <laughs> and they talk like hello and uh they told me uh i sound like a man and i was just like oh! uh-huh uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> and I, I was just like, mm, I mean, mm, how do I, you know oh. what? No, Oof. no, oh. I'm just, Oof. Oof, ow. there was a, a split second of, oof, the dysmorphia and, mm. and dysphoria. Mm. Uh, but then there was a remaining 15 minutes of just trying not to laugh, of being like, this is too funny. This is an yeah. incredibly hilarious situation. How do I not I mean, like do do? laugh at this child's face? Yeah. Good shit. Anyway, time Riddle. for mine, I fucking guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Terry, for prompting this round table. <laughs> yeah. So this is back when I was in Boy Scouts, uh, would have been like probably 15, 16 or so. And this mm. one kid, his like younger brother would show up sometimes, like when he was being picked up. The, the said younger brother being like eight or nine or whatever. Uh, one time, he did just walk up to me and say, why are you so pink? And I'm like, hey, fuck you, kid. <laughs> wow. Rude. How did you survive? I don't know. <laughs> this is this is on par with, actually, recently, much more recently, uh, when I was wearing that a tank top to, to the grocery store, and a fucking toddler pointed at my right shoulder and said, is that Batman? Note, it is the Aquabats logo. <laughs> oh, that's really good, actually. That's... They knew. They knew. They just wanted to just fucking destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they're like, oh, do you love the Joker? Uh, You fucking, you fucking fool. You fucking idiot. (laughs) Looks looks at my other shoulder. It's like, oh shit, I love Undertale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The one with the star man from Earthbound on it. Uh, They were, they were out for blood. Kids truly do say the darndest things. <laughs> uh-huh. Christ. Just oh, the rudest, that, shittiest things. That makes me that makes me feel away now when people say that. I yeah. don't like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, Discworld. Uh, oh, I'm gonna re- well, I'm gonna reboot that show and just call it Kids Say Some Shit. <laughs> kids, you hear kids these fucking, kids? Kids fucking say the one thing that will destroy you. No, it, it, it should just be called You Can't Say That. Period. Like, don't you, say no, that. Oh, you can't. Oh, Christ. I cannot. Show, show titled, Oh, Christ. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. No, oh, one, no, one, oh, no, one, no one who's old enough to know what that kid just said is looking each other in the eyes anymore. Oh, my The God. children are indeed not okay. God. <laughs> I, will ne- I will never forget the time a high school senior asked me very sincerely if dragons were real. And I really was like, oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! Aww. Okay. What did you say? Gonna just, I'm gonna have to be make. I'm going to make this the worst day of this person's life. No. Oh, so no. so this so th- this this is this is like the flip side of behavior management. No one talks about because people go, oh, behavior management. It's like dealing with the shitty kids. No, it's also learning how to like be very respectful of kids who just say stupid shit. Mm. Uh, so in this case, it's very much just like in a calm, even. But still positive, encouraging voice, you say, 
Oh, well, I mean, lots of people thought dragons were real historically due to the fact that they found fossils of dinosaurs and other extinct uh, prehistoric creatures. Mm. And also, uh, you have to take into account, like, people explain things with mythological answers as a way of, like, dealing with the unknown. Things like huge natural disasters, weather events, um, disease. So, uh, I get why people thought dragons were real back then. Man, and man then you just move on. no to me, like, very longly. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking an extraordinarily now. long walk off of this short fear, ma'am. I mean, it, no, it's 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 very much the case where no. the mainstream kids uh, who are, uh, for the uh, as far as I know, neurotypical, just are like, okay, miss, whatever. Um, but my class of kids are always just like, miss, you could have just told me no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know, but I'm trying to teach you also. Like, this is how people may respond to something like that when they're trying to be polite. And I'm trying yeah. very hard to be polite right now. Yes, that's fair. Amazing. Because I respect you, and I want you to have some dignity intact. <laughs> Julie, you're so powerful. I'm, go- I'm going to be honest, Julie. Julie, I would have snorted. I, t- I don't mm-hmm. think I would have been able to not. Oh, no, yeah. no. I had, I had another. I had a, I, one of my students told me that he, uh, he says dinosaurs aren't real. And I was like, okay, all right. Oh, no. In that case, I simply moved on, and another kid was going, Miss, how can you move on? That's so stupid. I'm like, yes, but I'm not going to change his mind. Like, I'm not. Get Good. him, and the, get him and, and the dragon kid. <laughs> and then they fight to the death. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 marketplace of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ah, uh, yes, the UFC ring of ideas. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> the, ca- the, cage of I- the cage of ideas, if you will. Uh, the cage match of ideas. <laughs> there, there, there's a chain and two collars, and they each wear <laughs> I mean, God. That, that would be preferable in a lot of cases, I feel like. I mean, that is just school, like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, basically. Discworld, Reaper Man, Windlepoons is accosted by all of the wizards the second he fucking steps back into the university. Oh, I love these shenanigans so much. Oh, this so this is very fun. They they try and like basically they keep trying to show him like fucking religious artifacts and garlic to try mm. and uh, destroy the undead monster in front of. Them. I love <laughs> what about I this? love the energy, <laughs> yeah. the perfectly captured energy of Rid Cully going aha, aha, <laughs> just diminishing returns on that. Yeah, yeah, and and Wendell Wendell just literally just identifying like whatever religious group. Each artifact he's having comes so from. much fun. And he's it's, like, oh, this is fun. Like, oh, this, is, this is so neat. I get to see a bunch of cool things. I think my favorite one is the three-headed fish of the three-headed fish religion. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, I love, this is this is extremely energy as well of the Treehouse of Horror episode from Simpsons with uh, the Bouvier sisters of witches. And, and, when, and they're just going, get a load of this! <laughs> just <laughs> going, oh, please. Just shoving the cross aside. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> this is you know what this is Th- this whole sequence with them trying them trying to quote unquote help Wendell uh die yes, to is his, the reverse to of the br- it's the reverse of the bring out your dead <laughs> from the whole Monty Python and the Holy Grail yeah mm. yeah yeah I love um so they do this the first time when he get when he's on the grounds and they try to do it with the garlic and he's like okay can I go now um and he goes back to his room and he lays down after shoving all the stuff that got moved in there yeah, whoever stuff is in there, he just throws it in the corridor. Uh, he goes, he lays down, and then they come in again like a fucking SWAT team, and they're like, get his legs! Yeah, it's very good. 
Christ. Get his left arm. Get his right arm. Get his left foot. Get his right foot. <laughs> oh, it's very good. And so they're like, all right, let's, we're going to go um, bury him at the crossroads. Right. We're going to sneak his heart. crossroads. Oh, dear. <laughs> and then the wizards are accidentally now in a scene from Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we, we have seen them asking who they're going to call a lot. Yeah. Yes, they do. Oh, that's that. true. Actually, so that is that true. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> While they're, like, carrying Wendell out of the university, they walk past uh, Moto again. Fucking um, Moto! I, lo- I love Moto. Moto's really good. Moto's so good. Good vibes. The scene where he's, like, contemplating, like, the cycle of life. I fucking love Moto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Moto, Moto's a good addition to this. And just book. just completely unfazed by everything. Just like, yeah, okay, that's happening now. That's fine. <laughs> Not paid yeah. enough to deal with that, so whatever. Mm-hmm. That's their that's their fault. Imagine yeah. living every day of your life with the wizards, but also being very aware that you will outlive them because you're a dwarf and they're all you're humans. A dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also they all kill each other, so No one's gonna kill you because you just take care of the plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um he is like pushing a wheelbarrow back behind like the high energy magic building and this is the second time we've seen the high yeah. energy magic building that this hasn't done anything tool that'll help us later I, okay it also this showed a, up in guards guards where i thought it was going to do something and it didn't this is, uh-huh. a secret, this is a secret tool that'll help us when pondo stibbins becomes a real character instead of a kind of joke for half of a book okay all right because oh. yeah i'm just uh, the high energy magic building hasn't done anything yet. You know it's gonna be good. <laughs> the Chekhov's high energy magic building. <laughs> how many books? You know, some, how many books is going to be? Something's going to get magics real good. There's going to be some high energy magic, Terry. I want to be around when it happens. <laughs> Keep reading to find out. That's yeah, true. I'll read to find out what happens. Yeah, Moda's just like ah, those fucking wizards. Oh, those crazy wizards. All right, those silly guys. Mm-hmm. Um. So they go they go to the busiest crossroads in town and everyone hates it. Right. It's the closest one to the, to the university. I fucking love the description of at the moment the driver of a two-horse fruit wagon was holding the dean 6 inches in the air by the scruff of the dean's robe and was th- threatening to push the dean's face through the back of dean's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this man is so fucking angry. Yeah, he's really angry about peaches, which is good. He's like, you know what happens to peaches? They bruise so easily. <laughs> they bruise if you even look at them. He listened to that song by the P.O.T. USA, and he's just like, you can't put the peaches in a can, goddammit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the man that does it. I can't believe the wizards fucked up the supply chain. Yeah, mm-hmm. Truly they did. No, truly. I love um, the person who had, like... Uh, like the steer hand who just like once they yep. stopped he had no control over them and they're just wandering around now right uh, there's just like 20 cows walking around i just also <laughs> love that uh the dean thinking to himself like you know there was some logic we had here of bringing him to the busiest crossroads in the city but for the life mm. of me i cannot place it right now it like we had a so thought much <laughs> it made a lot of sense when all five of us were discussing it, it made so much sense. But now that we're finished and I'm not discussing it anymore, this doesn't make any sense. No. I think we've made a huge mistake. Also, I'm yes. about to be... I, lo- I love the Arch-Chancellor like, coming out of the hole to shame mankind and just going like, Dean, I thought I told you to take care of this. Come on. <laughs> uh, I... Oh, God. I love... So everything's backed up. Blah, blah, blah. Sergeant Colin shows up. Hell yeah! Because he's in the right place. Because he's specifically like 
in the busiest place crime. in town. <laughs> yeah, watching for crossroad thieves. God, I do like how succinctly, like, that Rincully bit, like, popping out of the hole. It's like, I thought I told you to take care of this. That just mm-hmm. thumbs him up. He's a delegator and does not care, like, if it's a literally impossible task. Fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we had talked last book about, um, him being Brian Blessed. Um, and I think, because I was thinking about it, because I, okay, I thought Brian Blessed had passed away. He hasn't. He's like 83 years old, so shout outs. No, God bless uh, him. Yeah. Keep on trucking. Um, but I was like, well, who, well, who's who's the Brian Blessed now? And I think it's Matt Berry. Um, yes. Is, oh, yes. Is the closest yes. we have oh, now. Oh, if, if we need young, se- <laughs> fucking flashbacks in Lord and Ladies to young, sexy Red Cully, we get Matt Berry. It's Matt, I was going to say, you know, yeah, it's okay. another 15 years and, and he's just Red Cully. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just, I was thinking about that in this reading because there's a lot of good Rick 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 Cully talking with the dean's like I once had a buddy (laughs) a buddy (laughs) well I can be your buddy if you want me to (laughs) (laughs) father (laughs) Poons is while they're digging this hole he's just like lying in a coffin over by the side of the road Um, and I I think it's so cute that um, Rick Cully let him pick it out Yep. Yes, it's very nice. They stopped it's over nice. on the way from like at a mortuary. It's like, all right, your choice. It's like, wait, it's really? Nice yeah, of course. of course, good man. It's your coffin. You'll be lying in it. <laughs> You'll be lying in it. Yes. <laughs> also, can I? I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna like go into a huge amount of detail. But when I was like looking up some, I was like, trying to like, cause he later later in the story we meet the uh, priest of blind io and i'm like what's his i know what's his name again so i, f- I figured i'd find it through like a page of ridcully on like the, the a wiki somewhere mm-hmm. uh i did it's hunon where i don't think we get it in this reading no. uh however the first result i did see when i searched on my phone was a result for mustard ridcully on like the fucking power rankings wiki <laughs> Oh, good, yes. good, good. Well, where where does he rank? Can Ollie. he beat Goku uh, according to Chris? Like, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find it again. See, the real danger of Mustard and Red Cully is that he may be a wizard, but also he is relatively fit for his age. Yeah, he's just yes, yeah, he jogs. Yeah, I, re- yeah. I remember like uh, like a bunch of the like the page in question had a bunch of like strength, athletic human, um, mm-hmm. fucking. Shit like Rid that. Cull- Rid Cully is that one wizard who pulls out a gun. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little, a I mean, little crossbow. He has a stashed, crossbow in his hat. In his hat. Oh, yeah. I love. Along I fucking love the hand crossbow in his hat. <laughs> the hat's oh, it's so, so good. fucking good. Oh. He's gonna stake his heart, but the bursar couldn't get a stake, so he has like celery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. Like, and not even it's a wilted, <laughs> shitty celery. It's like bad. <laughs> he got like last week's celery. <laughs> Bursar having a hard time in this reading. Well, because I love that Ridcully asks for who's got the stake, and the Bursar starts to murmur, and Ridcully, like, tries to lampshade the joke by being like, all right, okay, so did you get me lamb chops, a pork chop, like, what did you get instead? And then he hands him the celery, he's like, okay, all right, all right, this is my life. Very, like, uh, Amelia Bedelia energy. Mm, yeah. He's Amelia Bedelia in this this reading. He's he's been shook to his core. Yeah. Also, uh, just because uh, we're talking about wizard with a gun, 
and it's me, uh, they recently announced a new uh, Warhammer model, which is a dwarf wizard with uh, gun robots as friends. Fuck Good. yeah. And oh, love I that. love them. Oh, that rocks. Oh, that's really cool. Red Kelly puts on the lid and, like, nails it shut, and he's like, let's put on the lid and go to lunch. I'm just like... <laughs> But before that, I also it's love so when Colin when Colin walks in and he's finally like, finally fucking yes, crossroad thieves, you're gonna steal this for Clatch, aren't you, you motherfuckers? <laughs> right. And <laughs> I fucking like, we knew are it. Wizards, sir. Look at our fucking stupid hats. <laughs> Colin suddenly all the bravado gone just goes. Okay, so what are you doing? Oh, shit. Well, we're burying oh. our dead friend over here. And window just but... popping out of the coffin, being hello. 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 <laughs> it's like he, he's and not dead. And the guy who though. fucking jumped in the river last night. Uh, yes, yes, I am. Should Thank you for dead? helping me. <laughs> I, am, I am. See, there's gases that escape the body on death. This is all just... L- listen, it's fine. L- listen. Yeah. <laughs> and then just call and be like, well, no one could have survived the Ankh that long, so fair enough, I guess. You gotta be dead. You must yeah. be dead, I guess. All um, right, then, move along. <laughs> yeah. I-, I do also like how Wendell's like... You know, you guys are so nice. You feel, let me pick out a good coffin. You you're going through so much trouble. Mm-hmm. He loves. It. He's so, like, oh my, so friends. nice of you. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Dusty, Dusty, Ashy, Ashy. Let's go get some lunch. Yeah, let's go get yeah. lunch. And then Wendell just is like, he's trying to get comfortable. He shouts at the people above him who are muttering to shut up. Some people are trying to be dead <laughs> over here. I love that. Like, if traffic starts up. He's like, excuse me, and they're like, oh god. And just leave. <laughs> what if he'd stayed there? What if there's a new fucking Ankhmore Pork urban legend about, like, a six-foot-long patch of ground that no one could ever walk on again? No, oh yeah, but God, he's, he's, so he's also just, like, the random joke in Simpsons of the voice who lives below, like, a floor. He's just mm-hmm. Bronson guy going, hey, what the... Yeah. <laughs> Inside the coffin, he has, like, a matchbook. Um, he's just like, why is this in my boot? Um... And he finds, yeah. like, a business card for the Fresh Start Club. On yeah, the top of the lift. Yes, yes, a- yes. AA, but for dying. Yes. This yes. is a support group for people who are undead, it's, it seems yes. like. Slash political action group. Yeah, I think it's more, it feels more like, you know, a political action. Based on the slogans we get later in the reading. Mm. Hor- horrible alternate universe where this is the synonym, but for the dead. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's what. What if the dead were a marginalized group? I think is is an yeah. interesting very yeah. much. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm trepidatious about how that winds up being handled. Yeah, like I get it, but also it. I don't know. Like we'll we'll see. We'll see. It depends how it's handled. Yeah, uh, I do like that the card says specifically every body welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yes. very good. But yeah, w- Wendell just like shrugs, says like, "Well, better start digging, I guess." And he fucking busts. He busts out of the the coffin like that fucking scene in the Hobbit prequel movie where Gimli, well, the fat one, the fat comedy one, busts out of the barrel like like uh, like armor. Uh-huh. I don't. I Gimli's can picture the one you're talking about. Those movies all ran together. He was in the other ones. Um, yeah, he was. I, he was, was yeah, I he... don't know. Bomber. There were okay, there <laughs> yeah, were like fourteen Bomber? of them. Yeah. We're just, I, can remember, a lot of them. I can remember Thorin, and that's it, okay? Well, there's Thorin, there's Philly, there's Killy, there's Bomba, there's, uh... Oh, God, fuck. I know, no, I did have them in my... No, they're gone. They're gone. They left. I just... And just you mentioned Blitzen Gimli, I was like... And Nixon. You, you mentioned Gimli, I'm just Donner like, well, Blitzen. no, that's, John, that's Jonathan Rhys-Davies. Like, come on, like... This is just... Yeah. 
the memes about the new Lord of the Rings thing trailer where like they're all replaced with silly names because it looks like a fucking sitcom intro. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's us <laughs> trying to name all the dwarves. <laughs> it's the, no better, better. It's the boom is trying to name the dwarves of the Hobbit. <laughs> it's, that, it's that it's that Neil Cicerega video. The, the JRPG Tolkrosens, the King of the Rings. Yeah. Oh my god. I fucking love that. I rewatch that video like every month. It's so good. I'm amazing, amazing. Um. So yeah, Wendell Poons is. He's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, find find death and ask him what's up. Kick his ass. I'm gonna kick his ass. I I will hold death (laughs) accountable. And yeah, he just digs his way. I knew I told you. Literally, like next scene, he shows up, and it's like I knew I should have taken that left turn at the fucking Tower of Art. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Digs up into the quad. It's weird. (laughs) But before that, we we get to meet Bill Dore. Everyone, here comes the boy, (laughs) a special boy. (laughs) <laughs> my special seven foot tall skeleton boy yes unironically uh-huh. seven foot tall baby man who doesn't know how the fucking world works my my this is my blorbo he's a skeleton uh he's seven feet tall uh he was here to reap the soul of the very first microorganism mm-hmm. and he'll be there to split the very last atom listen death is yeah. my blorbo like <laughs> yeah he's blorbo from my books <laughs> Yes, it's a good pick. You try, you try and do the rotating your blurbo in your mind with death, but it just turns into that fucking skeleton appears jump scare joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So this um this turns into a western now because he like rolls into a dusty, yeah. crappy town. Mm-hmm. He's a man with no name. Like literally, I, this rocks. Yeah. It rocks. It rocks. It's very good. It rocks it's so much. It's, it's goddess. I, I love I love the bit of like what if we just did like a, a typical western but it's just a big skeleton. It's a crossover between a western it's like a western set in the Appalachian Mountains. It's like yeah. a little bit, yeah, yeah. And it's like the the eons old manifestation of death has to act like a person and he fucking can't and it rocks. It's so fucking it is, yeah. you, you like just you like know once Terry like sorted out that like general plot hook in his head is like I can't let go of that. That's too fucking funny. And he That's was right. So good. And he, yeah. was, he right. was right. Can, Terry Pratchett went. Can I base a whole book around death in a big hat? And went. Okay, <laughs> get like two thirds of fun out of it. And then yeah. I'll make up some shit with the wizards. Yeah. Um, but he. So you know he no, he finds Terry like, just pulled. Terry just pulled with the wizards what Huel did with, like, the fucking humor, uh, clowns do something funny. (laughs) (laughs) Harpo does something funny, wizards do something funny. Wizards do something funny. Wizards get up to semantics. Um, throw a pie for God's sake. Um, have a pie float through the air for God's sake. Um, but I, so he, he gets this help wanted sign, he goes up to the house, and he's, he's talking to The saddest to damn house in the universe. It's so sad. Oh, it's like, yeah. Like, we get a description of, like, a great big room meant to, like, like, a f- extended family full of people and dogs and barrels of beer and, like, bacon cooking on the stove, and it's just empty. It is completely empty. Just the fact not that a like, soul, not a, not a soul has done more than walk from the door in the front to the door in the back in years. It yeah. is it is describing a, a house owned by a single person, but they have enough cutlery and crockery for like the town. And it's like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Uh, this dining room should regularly seat thirty people. 
Yes. I think the sentence is just like, you know, there was no beer, there was no bacon, there were no dogs. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's like, oh, hey, all those there things. Are no men. <laughs> there are no men. There are no dogs. There is no beer. Enter. There is no bacon. This this ma- this man wanted notice has been up since uh, fucking last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so this is Mrs. Not Mrs. She's just Miss because her husband is presumably dead. Um, actually, yes. we know he's dead. Um, yes, Miss Miss right. presumed husbandless. <laughs> Suspect is husbandless. No, <laughs> no husbands. No husband. Um, and she's Miss Flitworth. When she asks his name, he literally does the look around at stuff. It's very It's good. so literally. fucking... And he starts with the sky! He starts with so... the sky! Yeah, I miss Holly Fakeman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking you know, like, funny. The thing, the thing is, the, the thing is, like, he has, like, two false starts. He's like, I'm Mr. Sky? And Miss Flitworth is like, the fuck you are. Yeah, I like I like how this is collaborative, where she's, like, helping him come up with a name, basically. <laughs> like, he's uh, like, Mr. This Dor? is such and she's good, like, uh-huh. bad improv. Like, yeah. And I like, I love, I love the Baylor's like, uh, Mr. Sky? No, try again. Mr. Door. Alright, what's your first name? What? You know, it gotta be named, like, Bill, or, I don't know, Jim. Tom or Bruce. <laughs> and he's like, whatever one you like, whatever. And then he says that she's like, all right, Mr. Bill Sky, Bill Door. Right, Bill Door. <laughs> yeah. I, and I love every time she asks him a question, like, you gotta have a lot, you gotta have a name, right? Yes. So, what is it? Oh, you actually wanna, shit. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> Again, like, does not understand human interaction or conversation. It's just like. Well, cause, cause she also mentions, well, you'll be in the bond, you gotta sleep, right? Yes? Oh, yes, right. Yes. Sleep. I that suppose is the I thing. must. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm, yes, sleep. Mm. Oh, meals. That's, yes, it's, yes. It's yes. it's the guy who's never heard music. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sleeping now. Oh, yeah. Man, this is real good. Uh, this is real good sleep that's happening. I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. Uh, okay. Okay. I was in it. Oh fuck. Binky is such a fine horse that like it. It is like she looks at it, it's like okay. I'll... If you stole this, that doesn't matter because no one in town owns a horse, so you're cool. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, "That's yours, <laughs> and you want to work for sixpence?" He's like, "Yeah, a He's week, like, yeah, whatever." God, and it's like, and then she asks, like, "Okay, so the biggest thing is that like the the lawn need like the the hay in the lawn need mowing. Uh, can you use a scythe?" And Death just like fucking. If he could, he would make the fucking driving home thinks of penis face because how funny is like yeah. Scythe. He's like. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I believe I can. Containing himself from doing, like, a fucking, like... I fucking love that later we Ace get that, Ventura. like, yeah, he can... He's good, he's good at a scythe, but he fucking... He, he cuts the grass one blade at a time. Yeah, but, but he's... he's so yeah, but it's, it's he's fun. faster. That just, that just makes his fucking John Henry moment later in the book, like, all the more impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, but we cut back to, we cut back to Ogmore Pork, and, uh, Dibbler is like, uh, fucking, uh, hell yeah, love these, love these globes. Love, mm. love me some globes that appear for no reason, and people buy for two dollars each. Uh-huh. uh-huh. This rules. This rocks. Love, love having, love having infinite supply to fill this demand. Yeah. Like, like, if he, see, he sold the one to Colin for, like, what, three dollars? Mm-hmm. Something I think like so. that. Something. He has sold hundreds of de- these Dibblers. Like, we, everything's turning up Dibbler. 
it's it's pure profit and yeah. it can never go down after all like like i tried to do the math here after like all the money that vimes donates to families um which we learn in like a the next guards book uh, the, like, $35 a month got it has to turn into, like, 20 or something. Uh, Dibbler has made easily hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the course of, like, six hours. Yeah. Good for him. That makes see, sense. See, Dibbler, Dibbler is totally the person who, uh, immediately vests in GameStop stock and then is like, aha, yeah. I'm uh... like, I have so much money, and then immediately invests it into NFTs. Th- like, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say throat coin. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right i'm uh, sure we, i'm sure we've made this joke before we have we it. must have but but it's true the point the point is what is an amount of money that should last him uh several years honestly it will last him the next week or so every yeah. single it's... he's gonna he's gonna buy the world's fattest racehorse or something there's gonna be the juicero introduced by Dib- dibbler at some point like <laughs> Yeah, it's just full of full. It's full of juice, you know. Tipler, <laughs> we can squeeze this with our hands. <laughs> it's it's uh, the clone high bit where I watch the first two thirds of the MC Hammer music behind the music, and it, if there's one thing oh. I know about money, it's that it never runs out. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> yeah. uh, clone high is so good. Um, it's so good. I should rewatch it one of these days. I I think regularly on the the exchange with like the Jack Black guest star episode, mm-hmm. uh, where I, I I don't it's it's one of the creators who voiced JFK, right? The, no, it, it he's he's a voice actor. It's not one of the the two guys who wrote it. JFK the the realness of JFK's response of like um uh, it's like Jack Black going like how many you want uh, mm-hmm. talking about raisins and JFK just goes two scoops please like the fucking raisin <laughs> brand and then you can hear Jack Black actually crack up <laughs> <laughs> and this is also where if if you remember the meme from last year so this is where I like your magic funny words magic man I like your funny words from. magic man <laughs> oh, amazing so. Something notable about the globes uh, is that they all have this weird inscription um, that looks Poorly like it written. was done. Yeah, so, yeah. Someone who is doesn't know what letters are is trying to mimic them. Has written a preempt from Ankh-Morpork. Yes, and we get in the book what this looks like, which I think yeah. is yeah. A, a fascinating thing to do. I love it. The Discord books do this a lot for handwriting. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I also think it's like we because we got the the card for the Fresh Start Club too. Like I, I just yeah. I think it's really interesting when it shows us what something looked like. Yeah, um, insert inserting text that's supposed to represent something in the world. Yeah, but like it, it really, I don't know, like really brings attention to it. It's really interesting it, to me. It it help. It definitely helps the reader like better visualize this and cement the image and it's like yeah you know it's hard to to describe what words look like in words well because well especially because yes yeah because it's always fucking terry describing words which is very terry like but also you know he does it because he wants you to have this exact image in your head it's not Mm. anything left to imagination it's exactly Mm. this yeah yeah because i'm like kurt vonnegut does this a couple of times too with like yes fucking candy wrappers and shit and it's it's just like I'd say I I almost called it bizarre, but like it's not bizarre, but like it's, it's just very interesting to use the negative space like that to yeah. To show it's it to like you. presenting like an artifact to you, like something very concrete for like you know a narrative being so abstract, like you can picture anything. Mm-hmm, 
It's interesting. Um, yeah, I think it's neat. Uh, it looks like a child's writing. Like, yeah, it's 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 interesting. So we go to the the unseen university, and it's uh, time for lunch. And here, okay, here's where Mark gets to fucking own me for a couple seconds. <laughs> oh hell yeah, yeah, go off, Mark. So we go back. We go back to Red Collie. Um, he is ha- like all the, him and all the uh, older wizards are having lunch together. Uh, so Terry Terry introduces the word auto condimentor. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I literally like before I had like finished reading the word, I knew exactly what it meant. <laughs> uh, because. <laughs> And and they fucking shouted at me from the other room about it. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, there's a fo- it, there's a footnote that I didn't have to read that says it's someone who will always put salt or pepper or ketchup or whatever on on food, regardless of how it tastes or whatever. Like without even mm-hmm. tasting it, they will just put a ton of shit on it mm-hmm. uh, because they just want to eat condiments. Um, <laughs> and and I like. I literally like was like, oh boy, that, like that's that's telling that I instantly, instantly grokked what this was and was like seething about it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's because, her. Also, it just yeah. Uh, also, it just fits Red because I was he's like the exact type of person who would do who would do this, mm-hmm. and so I felt it. I felt it in my bones. Red is if. Fuck it, if, if I were cis and also 65 years old. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is introduced because he has a special feed bin. What the fuck would you call this? Uh, it's, it's, you... He has a trough of condiments. Yeah, it's called a cruet. It says it. Like, it, yeah. it says the word. Okay, but I like, guess. the word cruet is like one bottle like it's not what is described yeah. here is like a lazy susan has, full of crap yeah <laughs> he has this is, he, he has, has a charcuterie board of, of pepper, condiments four pets four types of mustard four types of vinegar 15 different kinds of chutney and wow wow <laughs> sauce fuck is chutney? I, I don't think i've ever seen one type of chutney <laughs> really a sauce that makes you explode on there like oh wow wow sauce is so good Fucking wow wow sauce! I love it. Keeps listen. This is a running gag with Red Cully. We keep seeing wow wow sauce. Is <laughs> amazing. Can someone explain to me what scumble is? Because I've never heard this phrase. A sc- and it scumble. Fake it's from me. the earlier book. We heard it in Mort. It's yes. the fucking alcohol that's been super oh, spilled. Okay. Right. It's, okay. It's, it's yeah. The, yeah. The, right. It's a the real juice thing that yeah. makes you explode. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Mort drinks. Yeah. This is this is this is Red Cully's ketchup that makes you explode. Literally, if you happen to be his uncle who. Okay, so the it's the the is like super hot hot sauce, but also it contains sulfur and fucking saltpeter. Uh-huh. Uh, and his uncle like settled his stu- like had a bunch of it, settled his stomach with a charcoal biscuit and lit a cigar, and, uh, and then he exploded. <laughs> he consumed all the parts of gunpowder. <laughs> uh, it says specifically he disappeared in mysterious circumstances, although his shoes were found on the roof the following summer. Yeah, we we know what happened. <laughs> there's yeah. a there's a there's a joke there's a joke in a later book about Wow Wow Sauce where um the maturing process for the bottles oh, involves God. like condensate like the bottles sweat, they like form condensation even though they're at room temperature. <laughs> and that's the thing nitroglycerin does. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. do that. That's not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I don't like that. 
So they're they're sitting around and um like screws start falling out of the ceiling. Well, it's the cruette specifically, right? Oh, the cru- yeah, the cruette it's, like it starts moving around while he's trying to get it and he's like, "All right, who's fucking around?" Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just it fucking explodes. It blows it, co- <laughs> it coats all of them in goop. Yeah. They, they get yeah. Nickelodeon slimes. I do like the description that one candle was propelled through a door. Yeah. It's very good. It yeah. will. And at this exact moment, a bunch of guards come in. It's like, what the fuck are you wizards well, doing? They on. say what? Hold on. <laughs> You're skipping the big part, which is the chandelier fucking just falls and explodes. This, like, huge old chandelier. Um, And then, like, Ridcully's hat starts floating away. And then he yep. starts floating, trying to go get it. So presumably his clothes start floating as well. Um, And, and all, all of this, this madcap, madcappery. Uh, and, and in come the palace guards. And they're like, hey, the patrician wants to know what the fuck you guys are doing. Everything everything is going fucking insane outside. Uh, notably, he's he's he comes in and he says, alright, the patrician is barricaded in his room because shit's flying around. Um, and he told me to come come on down to the university to get the head chap if he's not busy. Right. Well, to, and he's uh, being a big asshole about it. He's a big specifically. asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like very smug because he's like, mm-hmm. He like he's very much like mom says you have to do this. Yeah, it's 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 thing. a cop telling you to do anything. Like yes. me- Meanwhile, meanwhile, this his spear tip is being unscrewed from his pole, and every wizard's yeah. like, uh, everyone's watching okay. it except the guard. While while he's saying like I'm a. He's, like, looking at the fucking wax disaster that's happened. He's like, well, if you people are done playing with the yeah. wax... Oh, I you, guess are, we can... you guys are having a bit of fun today, I see. Thro- oh, making everything wow. float. Big fucking stupid assholes. And then his foot gets destroyed by his own spearhead. <laughs> it's good. Good. Fuck him. You love um, to see it. Yeah, you truly love to see it. I, I love... The spearhead fell on my foot. Did it? Oh, oh it's so good. Poor baby. <laughs> Aww. Oh. Shut yourself in the foot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that oh, always sunny, like, down. fake oh. crying. Like, oh, did the guard get hurt by God. your spear? This is, this, is, this is fentanyl scare moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did someone discharge their weapon on their own foot? <laughs> You want me to feel bad for them? I don't. No, don't. I don't. If you're not named Sam Vimes or Carrot Iron Fantasy, I do not give a shit what happens to a cop in this universe. Nope. Or anywhere. Um, so we get this uh, kind of like zoom out of just this this cloud of life, capital L, uh, drifting over the Discworld yeah. and, and just going into things and, and causing all this shit. Yeah, everything exists, has life force, and is constantly trying to live. Yeah, yearns to live, uh, I think is a... a That chair, chairs, they'd like to be alive, please. They they love being alive. That's how life exists. Random random pieces of matter that can replicate start to become alive. Even things that have a kind of sub-life, a metaphorical life, an almost life. Mm. Um, Yeah, they they all want to be alive. Then he, he... says something else about the globes where, you know, you pick them up, you give them a shake, watch the pretty snowflakes, and then you put them on the mantelpiece and forget about them. And then we go it's, a, it's a, back to the wizards, back to the wait. tradition. Wait, wait, I want to talk about that line. That's a very yeah. important line. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh, yes. I mean, because it's just like, it is, an, it, I think it's an interesting statement about, like, I don't know, the connection that we have to the things that we own or are that or in contact with that like 
I don't know. And in, in like society, that's just like things simply exist to bring us pleasure for a moment, and then when when that's done, they just exist pointlessly. Yeah. And you you hold on to them even after they've no. It's it's um right. <laughs> Does this bring that's joy? All of the things I've yep. ever owned. Wow. Yes, it's materialism. It's you know consumerism. Yeah, yeah. I I do love um back when we were with Dibbler and he's talking about the process of selling them. Uh, I do love that, like, oh, I forget how it's phrased, but it's like people learned how to use them, like, after a few false starts. Like, people didn't get them. <laughs> very good. Um, right. I, I just, I think and, that's very Like, he had, he had to, like, sell them on it and be like, look, you shake it. It's pretty. Yeah, you shake it, but. <laughs> I, I like to imagine the few false starts are like, someone picked one up and just immediately shoved it in their mouth. <laughs> Somebody picked it up yeah, and no, threw I'm it in Yeah, yeah. So I throw it at kids, right? Um, I guess you could. Fucking, I like this globe. Smash another. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was definitely one guy who did that, at least. And and Dibbler got to sell him, too. Uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Repeat customer, yeah. Great. 100%. You can smash as many as you want if you keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> they keep coming. I have all the supply. I will not question where the supply is coming from. Yeah, that's true. No. I don't give a fuck about them. Just give me money. Yeah, just give me money. No, I'm not going to ask any questions. I don't care what you do with them. So I, I love this uh, back and forth. Um, and it's it's in the narration, but of like the patrician wanting the, the university to pay taxes. And it just escalates and escalates. Uh, sometime in the past, the patrician went, hey, pay your taxes. And the wizard was like, no. <laughs> the wizard was like, um, actually, I, I have a, a higher calling of... Of knowledge, you know, I don't right. know. Right, you can't tax to a mortal knowledge. Man. And the like, very much said, yes, you can. It's $200 per capita per, per year, actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, the wizard's like, oh, do you want to see what happened to the last patrician who wanted us to pay taxes? It's like, I would. I really fucking would. I would. would. I and really then we don't would. know what happened. They showed him a fucking toad or something, probably. <laughs> uh, and then there's like, okay, you don't have to pay taxes, but you do have to make a donation of $200 a person a year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Very typical. <laughs> I would expect no less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, the wizards are like, well, because the university is on magic grounds, we're exempt from taxation. <laughs> like, oh, no. fucking shit you are. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, God. Terry doesn't have a bone to pick at all with places. No. <laughs> Terry has no bones to pick with anyone. <laughs> well, that's that's what death is. That's all of Terry's yeah. bones. That's all Terry's <laughs> bones. <laughs> You got a bone to pick when someone build a fucking man out of them. <laughs> build a man. Build a Florbo out of them. Make a Florbo out of boats. Oh, I will never. I we. I'm. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I will never forget the um, anecdote Neil Gaiman has of working with Terry Pratchett specifically on a Good Omens book tour, and they were doing like interviews, and they're like, "Oh, let's just walk to the next interview place. It's fine." And they had to oh. walk through the countryside. And it was, like, a couple hours of a walk instead of, like, 20 minutes. Oh. And it's just, uh, at one point, Pratchett just yelling at and don't fucking underestimate this anger. This is the anger that helped write Good Omens. Like, I'm fucking angry, and I'm gonna uh-huh. keep propelling myself with this fucking anger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like the description of Granny Weatherwax. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the the white hot, uh, the, the, the iron hard fucking turbines of revenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... We've we've definitely talked about that that anecdote before. Uh, God, God bless Terry. Terry rocks. 
the wizards are, are walking through the city here. Uh, and it's it shit's just flying all over the place. And we get all. Uh, I, I I love this. Okay. I love I love the I love Rid Kelly's reaction to the pants, and yes. I love his brother's reaction to the pants in a few scenes. Mm-hmm. But this is so good as like this is some Fantasia bullshit. This is Wizard Apprentice gone wild. Yes. Uh, with this everyone's is, um... shit. This is be our guest, but evil. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> well, not not, e- not, we not are even pe- evil. We are pests. <laughs> we are pests. We are determined to detest. Not not yeah. even evil. More just like yeah, not not evil, uh, but like just not good, chaotic. chaotic. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's. It's just. But chaos. I just love the idea of this whole suit running away from its owner, and then this extra pair of trousers jogging after it. And Rick Kelly's just like. Whoa! Seven dollars! <laughs> yeah, because the guy yells out, Hey, I fucking still owe seven bucks for you, assholes. And Greg <laughs> Kelly just goes, Whoa, that's... Yeah, it's like, whoa, that's wild. And the dean goes, Oh, come on. It what, can't, it's not clothes? that weird. We can make a clothes walk whenever we want. It's like, no, 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 no. The fact that a tailor gave a suit with a second pair of pants for seven dollars? Hey, 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 hey. Next time he runs over, trip it up. I want to see the label. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's very here, here I will interject uh, about a, a DM that we got after we recorded the first episode. Um, uh-huh. where that made zero fucking sense because it made Jess. zero sense to me until now. Uh, from Twitter user uh, Dick Agency, Dick underscore Agency. Oh, uh, yeah. And this this DM literally just said two pairs of pants for seven dollars is in fact a really good deal. And I didn't uh-huh. know what the fuck that meant, so I had to I ask think I Holly. Saw that. <laughs> yeah, Jess asked me, good. like, "Oh, it's from later in this book." I'm just like, "What does this mean?" Uh, <laughs> it is a really good deal. Like, it's a that's a great deal. Listen, a single pair of jeans costs me like twenty bucks if I'm getting them cheap, like mm-hmm. a cheap pair that will break. But it's not only seven. It's not even seven dollars for two pairs of pants. It's seven dollars for a whole suit with a spare pair of pants. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Red Cully writing a postcard home to his mother. They they got these pants here. <laughs> Mom, it's crazy. Yeah, they got these seven dollars. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do also like that. I Red Cully is just chugging whiskey throughout the, like this entire bit or whatever it is. I love um on their on their walk on the street. Uh, they're all huddled together like it's described like a like a scared animal with like yeah. you know. Five pointy like heads, cow- cowering before all of this weird shit that's just happening. Um, specifically, specifically because they're like, this is not magic. Something else is fucked up yeah. and happening here. Yeah, that's well, well, the out a terrible pun. Um, mm. and yeah, no, yeah, a, th- a thermometer. Um, yeah, to measure thumbs, which are the magical energy units. Uh, it's it's a thermometer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it works works better in writing. Um, <laughs> a thermometer. God. Uh, and that's time to it's 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 time we meet Mrs. Cake, everyone. Yeah. Yes. 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 She's, I like the line. She's a medium, ber- verging on small. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a small, medium, at large. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. That's her when she goes yeah. out on the town. <laughs> yeah. That's what the priests say. Yeah. That is exactly what the priests say. Um. Yeah. So she's uh she's a medium who's like actually good at it. Um, actually does communicate with ghosts. Yeah, she can. Th- she talks to spirits to help people settle their business or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she's uh, 
She's in here. She attends. She attends every single church. Uh yes. Which is uh-huh. terrifying. Mm-hmm. For for the churches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a line that says like something along the lines of like, "Oh, she's really into religion." You know, she's she's the, oh she doesn't believe, but she's just very involved in every church. <laughs> Which she's, is she's a church a lady, lot. yeah. Well, yeah, it's. I think he clarifies. She's, she's like if there was an atheist church lady. Yeah, well, no, because she... also like they describe it, her abilities as uh, she doesn't necessarily just commune with uh, the other world. She more demands to see its manager. Mm. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, love that. Got. Uh, you're gonna find <laughs> out later. Like, her I first really name like is Karen. About, like, yeah, her first name God. is Karen. It's like uh, and no. I or something. <laughs> No, she, keeps giving, funny he, she keeps giving uh, yeah. religious figures a piece of her mind, and there really shouldn't be any left, but there keeps seeming to be more. Yeah, yeah. Also, she can see the future when she wants to. And sometimes when she doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's, she's something between, like, hyper-involved church lady and religious kook. Um, which is, like, it's interesting. It's... I, I after this reading, I'm not sure how I feel about her yet. Like, I like what she does in the story, but I don't know how I feel about like the portrayal of her necessarily yet. Yes, I don't. So I don't really feel like the the story's not kind to her in the way that it's kind yeah. to, um, like other it's... women who do magic. Like, yeah, he, he doesn't treat her weird. in the same way that he does the witches. Like, she's she's like, kind of a joke. <laughs> everything has kind of a slant on it where like you're not supposed to like her but like everything she does is kind of cool yeah you know like Um, it's it's like trying to make you not like this character that's very like innately cool and interesting i I didn't really get i liked mrs yeah i didn't get that yeah i i didn't get but this might this might be because i have read the like this might just because like yeah i've read this book i know what she does like she is in it more and we get to see her more but like i I just kind of like her i think she's fun I I I'm all I'm all got the sense uh, when I first read this as a teenager and now reading it, I definitely get the sense of um, this is kind of every like town city you know every community has this sort of person who's mm-hmm. just kind of always involved and mm-hmm. people don't take them seriously but the second they go away is when you completely notice the absence like because she they, like I'm just I'm like I'm her the. The impre- the impression she is leaving on me is like more like pushy and like socially involved Granny Weatherwax, honestly. Yes, but but um, but I... she's not taken seriously because she's not a witch. She's not like part of any formal organization, and she's constantly through her own ability undermining like mm. the entirety of the religious system. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the books in which she is a major character are this one and Men at Arms, so she'll basically be here now and next book, basically. Okay. Um, it's been a long, long time since I've read Good Omens, but there's another there's another like yes, one who's kind of yes. like this in that book. And honestly, And Terry Pratchett wrote that entire segment. <laughs> yeah. I'm like you can you can see the kind of the parallel there. Um I just, I don't know. I feel like just some of the stuff about her just feel like she's like I'm supposed to be laughing at her and and who she is. I don't know. Um, I I think there's a little bit of that, but only in the sense that 
she's still very like a bit out of touch like we see with her daughter uh Ludmilla. yeah like with Ludmilla it's like now practice your sewing I have paws mother mm. she's uh, like but it, it's that thing of this is because it's what she, she did as a girl and she doesn't she, know what else for a fine young lady to do she sure. honestly comes across to me as uh the Marge Simpson in a way because yes. she's she's a bit of a nag she's very old-fashioned she just thinks certain things are neat and she's out of touch but she is a vital part of the community. Like, if she was sent away, you would miss her. History's greatest monster! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, because they even mentioned that uh, whenever she leaves a church, they all realize, oh my god, she did all the cleaning and she handled all, like, the facility jobs. Oh, fuck. I, oh, god. Yeah. Like, what do yeah. we do? And she was, like, the, she was, like, the vest, v- vestment virgin somehow? I don't know how that one worked. She, she does but the she was, anyway. and we don't know how to replace her. I... Under like I get that, but also I feel like it's also showing that like she intentionally does that because she needs to be in everything, even when it's like doesn't make sense for her to be. Like she just bullies her way into everything. No, and, and sure. I think that's part of it. I think it's more not to like point and laugh at her, but this is the sort of person most people uh, notice in the community with the sort of like typically grandmother like figure who just kind of like elbows her way into everything like uh-huh. everyone mm-hmm. has seen this everyone has experienced this everyone knows this and we can all have a good nature chuckle at kind of just the bizarre like social entity this person is mm-hmm. i i don't doubt her her like function in the story um but there's there's something in like the and especially around her and ludmila um i i'd, I'd like the narratorial voice just yeah, feels like, like a, the, just the gaze, a little bit cruel. Right? Yeah, just like the gaze is is a little bit. Yes, a little I bit like the gaze. It, like okay, it, yeah. it does feel kind of like what a, like we're supposed to look at her and be like, what a whack job! Like what a a little bit, know. yeah. I'm supposed what, to think what a this jerk, a whack right? job. And maybe it's just like Terry is trying to subvert that, and it's but it's not coming across right to me, or like whatever. But... Yeah, like I I haven't seen him like treat her with like a kind of human respect yet like right now she's yeah a joke like <laughs> and i don't know maybe it just comes across that way because it's like we're introducing her and like oh isn't this a fun little thing but like well yeah. i think i think we're also introducing her aside from her like entrance with it with her, it just being her in her home everyone like has to consider her a joke otherwise they have to accept the fact that this woman is actually extremely powerful <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. The um. The the fucking scourge of organized religion in this city is this woman. Like, yeah. Is yes. this woman with a direct connection to the afterlife? Because because when you think about it, here's a a nice like middle aged to old lady who can fucking just turn on and off the ability to see directly into the future. Like yeah. It, with such a like, pre, like preternatural spidey sense ability, like right. that and, she like, can just go. Stick a finger in the air and go. All right, it's off. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and the whole thing is like she has she has no need for like the orders of religion or wizardry. Like she's just you know normal normal person doing her own thing. Well, she also she also is very strange in that like she doesn't have like a typical wizard's abilities and powers, but she also isn't really a witch because she doesn't deal actually in headology. She doesn't psychologically help people and she doesn't really have um the same uh more like folk traditional 
uh, but knowledge. She, she, she does because she like has that big crystal ball that she just has for the sake of clients who show up. Like she, I guess she does that's engage true. in that. I guess oh, she does use that. That's true. I think. Well, because I think but... the thing is like she's the hodgepodge of like everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. learned a little bit of everything and and like put her own spin on it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very like new agey. Like, yes. I guess I get the idea. This is kind of a commentary on like crystal energy, like you know, middle aged woman spirituality kind of thing. Part, part of me does feel like I. I also this might be just a funny like weird shades of Western cultural differences thing because there is I've definitely met very specifically these types of women who perform a very specific role in like immediate community around them in Australia and I know they exist in like England like mm-hmm. right specifically these are your grandmothers and like uh older mums who are there at every single thing they always bring the most amount of food to like gatherings and social mm-hmm. events they mm-hmm. always somehow know like 18 family members or friends of family who perform various types of trades and chores they mm-hmm. also know how to do everything um, that's, like, from their generation. They they can immediately sew you up a blanket. They can immediately, like, uh, fix uh, something wrong around your home. And uh, it's, it's just very, like, I know I've... Mrs. Cake just reminds me of, like, five different people I, I actually currently know. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah, and I... I have also, like, known those people. Like, I can imagine those people. Um, and, like, when you say it, like, yeah, I get it. But, like, as she is presented to me, I don't yeah. get that vibe. Um, no, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I, I, I get kind of... of it... Go ahead. I was gonna Go say, ahead, I just... get kind of yeah. just, like... I don't Like, this, this very self-involved religious woman... Um, I don't know. I think it's actually it's more. No, no, that's fair. Yeah, that, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna actually move on from this. Um, yeah, fair enough. To talk about the introduction of her daughter. Sure. Yeah. When yes, she comes Lizella. in. Because um, I like, I, I like pu- puppy girl. I, we we got puppy girl. I like the way this is presented <laughs> because we mentioned she's cutting up, like because this is like part of the subversion thing, right? Yes. Because, this is the, the subversive thing where she's <laughs> she's preparing breakfast. She's making dog food for Ludmila. Is the first thing right. we get. Um, and then she hears a weird noise. She goes into the crystal ball and the ceiling falls down on her. Um, and she just starts hooting and hollering for Ludmila. Um, but I don't... Again, and then we hear is... a voice that's like, I'm coming, mother! Well, no, it's... The way the narratorial voice goes is it first calls her an it and a thing. Like... Right. I don't like that. Um, and like, it, you get... Then it's like, no, it was her daughter. But I'm just like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know because it talks about how hairy she is, how long her teeth and, and hair are, and I'm like, okay, yeah, she's a wolf girl and she's in she's in a dress. I just I don't, I I did not enjoy it. Um, and it's like, yeah, but she spoke with a, a pleasant human voice. Um, I'm just like, like, just, like the vibe is weird. Yeah, I like I think it's partially in service of being like, oh, this is like an old woman, you know, who's obsessed with her dog, like treats her dog like a person, blah blah blah, like that right, kind yeah. of trope. And then sure, it's like, yeah. no, she has a daughter, like blah blah blah. But she has like, a daughter who's a werewolf. But it it feels weird, and it fe- like I don't like the way how it's positioned around like her mother's baggage, like her mother's deal. Like you don't mm-hmm. get anything of like any interiority from her, really. 
Yeah, well, we we just get this one scene from her, so I don't know if we we get to talk to her. Yeah, this or, is you know, that's see just her my talk later. Yeah, it is. It's interesting that um we are presented information about Ludmita that is like how um Mrs. Cake thinks that her daughter got this way, and like she doesn't know how her daughter got this way. Um, mm. Right. Like, she, she cares for her daughter, but she also doesn't know how to necessarily care for her daughter correctly, perhaps? I, I think I think so. Uh, I will say, Ludmilla, we definitely see more of in this book, specifically. Um, okay. She does appear, at least in one other book. Um, but Yeah, I think I, maybe I, also men-at-arms, like Mrs. Cake. Yes, uh, but in, in this case, I think it's... Uh, yeah, the, the the it part is definitely weird, but I uh, immediately myself associated that more with that weird cinematic like perspective Terry takes a lot of the time with his books, where he goes yeah. like, "This is how the audience would perceive this immediately," and but, like you don't right. know what also, the thing is. You yeah, don't know like, what this like, is. Yeah, yeah. Because and, but it does come like, off like as the, the, the narration. Yeah. The narration provided is, "Hey, something's coming down the stairs, and you can't immediately identify it." Sure, I think sure, it's also strange that. in that we, Holly and I, have talked about this a lot in this series of uh, recordings. But also, I did have to stop and go, "Wait, this is the first werewolf we actually meet, isn't it?" Yes, in yes. yeah. I fucking thought it was Angla. I definitely thought it was Angla because well, that's part of that's yeah. part of like the reveal, right? Is that it's like, oh, also there are werewolves in this setting now, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. like. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's just kind of teasing it vampires, out. It's given us fucking werewolves. It's, actually, we haven't met any vampires yet. They're probably going to be at the AA meeting. I mean, yeah, yeah, come on, Holly. <laughs> we at least know of their existence. Like, they talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And also, I mean... They talk it, about garlic. <laughs> yeah. Um, Weird Sisters gave us vampires because we knew about the vampire queen of Lanker. Like, oh, true. Right. We, yeah. We, so we didn't I, really meet any vampires. I, we didn't, but we know that they're there. Um, yeah. they, they, I, I definitely think... <laughs> all uh, the vampires are also... off screen laughing. <laughs> yes. They're all at a big party. Um, I... No one else is invited. <laughs> I definitely think uh merging this in the Mrs. Cake discussion, um like because also thinking about like the time period this is written in, not to excuse anything, but more to just give an idea of like the tone I think was trying to be conveyed here is that yes, Mrs. Cake is kind of a weird uh, religious woman who, can't, or not religious, but weird community woman who keeps I think the getting word, involved in everything. The word it's trying to evoke is like busybody, right? Yeah, she's like a spiritualist busybody. Um. She's a spiritualist busybody, um, but also along with her, like, you put it perfectly, Jess, of she cares for her daughter but doesn't know how to care for her daughter. Um, that also is very cough, much still cough. part of that person who loves their kid but has no idea about this issue and has no idea about how to treat it and we, we are all way too directly involved mm. in this sort of thing yeah. um and i think it 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 feels like terry is having a good natured joke about this type of person but now in the year of 2022 we go this feels a a little mean to mrs cake but b also a little othering of lamilla because like this is just the sort of person you would kind of joke about in private with your mates of like, right. oh yeah, I work with this old lady and she's some she for some reason thinks like her kid inherited the gay from like mm. her uncle or something. <laughs> yeah. And she won't just, let like, her kid go there near the window because someone might notice that she's gay. Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't want we it's... don't upset the don't, people. don't upset the neighbors. <laughs> listen, listen, mm-hmm. yeah, listen. There's a, a lot. 
There's a lot I wish I could have realized earlier. Mm-hmm. Fucking, fucking, fucking the fact, listen, the fact that I was moved out for several years by the time I realized I was trans really did wonders for everything. Yeah. In terms of, like, my parents would not have known shit. It's very e- close. Even my, e- even my mom, who, who was supportive from the get-go and totally fine with it, even she was a little like this in a weird, uh, like, you know, I can laugh at it sort of way of her going, well, do you need, because she's, like, very Chinese in the respect of doesn't ever want to, like, take medication long-term. Okay. Um, so she was like, oh, do you need to take hormones? Or, like, why don't we just get you a bunch of surgery? I'm like, yes, but, mom, the body won't be able to, like, handle certain mm-hmm. things without the hormones. <laughs> like... Right, like, that's part of it. I need, <laughs> that's yeah. part of it, yeah. Yeah, like, in, in, a, in, a, in a much less uh, lighthearted manner, I'm thinking about how when I went to visit home for Christmas, uh, which would be roughly... Not two years, but 22 months after I came out um, mm-hmm. as a woman to my parents. Uh, dad did, like, one of the first things my dad said when we got home was, like, stumble with pronouns and say, like, like went, they? I don't know what you want me to call you. I'm like, I'm a trans woman, dad. She and her will be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, Jesus Christ, absolutely no fucking clue. Yeah, um, yeah. Can, okay, can I talk about how this is very close to me? Sure. Yes, uh, please do. I can't wait for the hour long we're going to spend on One Man Bucket. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, Mark. yeah, we're going to oh, talk God, about One Man Bucket. Oh, yeah, One Man Bucket. Oh, um, man, One Man Bucket. Yeah. But, go on, Mark. So I, I feel like my mom is, like, I have a very similar relationship to my mom to this character, as this character. Um, mm. it, makes, uh, it makes me think of when I came out to my mom, um... You know, I sat her down. And I was like, "Hey, like, I need to tell you, uh, I'm gay." Like, blah blah blah. And I, I like, will never forget the first thing my mom said is like, she literally like looked at me and started crying. She said, "Like, life is going to be so hard for you." Christ. And I was like, Whoa. and that was like crushing. I was like, that is so fucking not what I wanted to hear. Like oh in that moment, like of me being completely honest and being like, "Wow, I took this huge step and came out to my mom," and she was just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Did not even was start like, with "I love you." Yeah, mm. and I was like, mm, "Great, cool," you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, very, very God. close to me. I suppose this is the bit where I also go when I was first texting mom and dad about being a woman. Uh, they did say you'll always be our. S- <laughs> not, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> this, this is our queer trauma podcast. No, mm, I just told you no. That's not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on with yeah. this which, cake. Which was <laughs> there's a lot going on that I was not intended at all with the original no. writing. But whoops, yes. whoops. <laughs> this time was, makes this book was written before I was born, before Mark was born, but uh, is unavoidable. Around the time I Je- was born. Jess, Julie, were you alive in 1991? Yes. Uh, no. Okay, so, before three quarters of us were born. But but yet unavoidable. Like you can't help but read it like that. No, yeah, I mean it's it, it's yeah. almost it's it's almost a thing where like, Terry, you wrote this too real. <laughs> you wrote, <laughs> you wrote it too little. real. Fucking God, can't wait for Feet of Clay when we spend five hours discussing the implications of cheery little bottom. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh well at least the golems are fun. Golems are fun. There's a reason why uh fucking Partly because it was my first book, but also Mr. Pump is there is why I love uh, Going Postal so much. Oh, mm-hmm. Also, it's such a good book. Okay. 
yeah, there's like some shit happening in the spirit realm, and her whole house falls down. <laughs> Next scene, the ceiling falls on her. Her sister, her sister, her her daughter, uh, pulls her out. Um, and Mrs. Cake's like, they all shouted at once. <laughs> I think that does that does kind of rock. Is that every ghost just yelled at once? <laughs> yes, every like spirit that is unable to move on because death no longer exists. They it's yelled just, like, so loud the house me, fell please. down. <laughs> Knocked her on her ass. The fucking it's the fucking Back to the Future like giant stereo system. Yeah, but, the speakers, but, yes. but ghosts, yeah. Anyway, this is where this is where Wendell surfaces in the fucking the quad, and Moda's like, "Hello there, Mister Poons." Uh, yeah, it's he tunneled all the way there, which I don't think was necessary. He didn't listen. He didn't want to dig up the fucking crossroad. He didn't want to dig up the street again. That would just be rude. I guess, yeah. He he like aimed for the only part of the only patch of greenery in the city. I I, I think he said he was aiming for the cellars, but he fucked up. Right. So yeah, he's he's, like, for the he's like, oh, I'm sorry about the lawn. And Moto's like, ah, oh, it's fine. I'm <laughs> sure. Like, he's, so chill. And he's like, how long is this? How long did his uh, lawn take to grow? Five hundred years. Oh. Well, shit, I'm sure it'll go past real soon. Right. Well, that's what he says. He's he's like, oh, it's yeah. going really fast anyway. I'll I'll put down more seed and it'll be it'll be nothing. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be 500 years in no time. And Windle's just like, yeah, I bet it will. I love. Uh, he's like, oh, I, I heard not only were you dead, but you got buried too. Like, damn, can't keep a good man down. He's just like, <laughs> uh-huh. I really, really wish they could keep me down, Moto. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was down. Uh, I get knocked down and I get up again. <laughs> By God, why, why, can I... why, why can't I? Why can't they keep me down? Why can't they keep me down? <laughs> Just fucking like desperate grip. <laughs> like, why can they not keep me down, Moto? And then he asks for directions to Elm Street for the uh, Undead Anonymous, whatever. Yeah, I really kind of wish it was called Undead Anonymous. <laughs> it would be much more honest. I maybe it's a cultural difference. I mean, also UA is already for the unseen. Nope, it's UU for the Unseen yeah. University. Yep. Never mm. mind. Mm. UA is the fucking My Hero Academia thing, uh, uh, yeah. which is a ju- which is a pun of it in of itself. Yes. Mm. Uh, quick question: Does the un- does the Unseen University ever get a mascot? My God. I mean, they do have a fucking football team in the Unseen Academicals, so mm-hmm. that's why you- I was thinking of UA Unseen Academicals. See, you you know you know they probably did ask the librarian at one point, and then that person was choke slammed into three bookshelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. yes, they were locked into the fucking dangerous book zone. Uh, I know exactly what it is. What is it? Uh, they they were the. The Unseen University it's wands. The dancing, it's the da- Hold on, let me <laughs> let me do my bit. They were un- the Unseen University wands, but the costume for the mascot was too phallic, and oh I had boy. to change it. Yeah, no, it turned into the fucking. Uh, it turned into the fucking fucking. Uh, you want to know three? Do you want to know the fun facts about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what happened at my un- my college that I went to. But, oh, yes. uh, <laughs> what happened in Gettysburg? My yes, my college. Uh, they used they like the Gettysburg bullets. And oh no! The, there was a mascot. First called... of all, Jesus fucking Christ! Could you imagine a more American thing? Yes, than I mean, well, it's Civil War named after guns. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there was a, a mascot called Billy the Bullet, and the costume was so phallic they couldn't use it anymore. <laughs> oh my god! Um, you like we used to do like a scavenger hunt, and one of the things on the list was always their costume. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> 
I'm oh, going no. to look up Billy the Bullet right fucking now. I wonder if you can find Please pictures. Do. Oh no! Hell yeah, I love that reaction. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll also look it up right now. Can you put it, put it in the oh, chat? Oh, oh, Billy, no! Put it... Oh, Billy, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! This looks like if he stretched out a good butt! Oh, the printed mascot looks like the most unhappy penis. <laughs> God. Okay, so anyway, my joke was that their oh, their um uh their mascot would be the fucking old the the, the dancing cooked chicken emoji from Skype. <laughs> I, I I have to I have to call I have to say this because it's in my brain. Uh, instead of Billy the Bull, that's the Grumpy Glands. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yikes. Oh, I'm, I'm oh reading. God. I'm, re- I'm going back into the, the school newspaper now and I'm reading. Oh god, of course it fucking showed up on the Daily Show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm reading of some course. critiques about it from 2003. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that this is a. Uh, uh, crime of political correctness is what I'm what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Fuck yeah. This would be like if um, have you all seen the uh, oh God, what is it? I think it's like the Gonzalez Rebellion or something. But like the the come and take it flag. Oh, uh, I vaguely know what you're talking about. Okay, I think so, yeah. I, I... Oh yes, yes, yes. Please, Miss Deppy. Yes, come, come, come and take it. Um, oh yeah, that has yeah, yeah. A, a cannon on it, but this cannon sure right. does look uh, like an Itachi vibrator. Um, and God, it, it does. It is like I've seen it on, and I've seen it up here in Massachusetts. Is a wild thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, is that it's it's becoming some some you know one of those bullshit like. Uh, predator skulls or a predator, yeah. Um, right? Yeah, Punisher skulls. There we go. Try again. Uh, or or thin blue line predator skulls. Bullshit. Yeah. Predator oh. skulls. My bad. It, yes. Um, I, we're like it's one of those. The predator's a proud <laughs> trans ally. How I mean, dare if, if we're talking, if we're talking phallic imagery, the aliens are like alien skull. Like uh, yeah, from... the it's fucking alien skull. But I'm just like, are you? Fu- I'm like guys. Because well, <laughs> like, they have no don't... sense of coolness. Is the problem. <laughs> Because, uh, like, I went, um, like, when I went to Texas, this is the first time I ever saw it, and I was like, what the fuck? So I did buy a patch. I bought a come and take a patch. Because oh, no. I was like, this fucking rocks, though. And I'm like, I can never, ever. Yeah, they also, a lot of the new ones, thank you for posting this, Mark. Not a, new, a lot of the new ones replace it with a fucking gun. Um, right. Because they're weak and, mm. and cowards. Um but I'm just yes. like I can never wear my jacket that has my come and take well, a patch well, on it now. No, you, you have to you have to sew in like a, like a cable coming off the end, so it does look like it's plugging into an outlet. I'm fucking <laughs> sorry. I need to post this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 Let's go. There, there are many Alan's things. Own, there are many Alan's things you can substitute me. for a gun in that image. Naked body. Yeah. Yeah. But they. Uh, the ones that have a gun on them, I'm just like, you fucking coward. <laughs> you yeah. dumbass idiot coward. Fucking weak. I'm I'm so tough, I will I will fight a SWAT team and win. Definitely, mm. for sure. Yeah, definitely, for sure. That's exactly what the Gonzalez Rebellion was about. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Wendell Poons staggers off to to go do whatever. Um, and I this is where we get Moto's kind of musing on, you know, uh, the cyclical nature of Wendell Poons' death didn't bother him much. After all, trees looked dead in the winter, burst forth again every spring, dried up old seeds went in the ground, fresh young plants sprang up, practically nothing ever stayed dead for long. Um, I, I love that, you know, it's, sometimes uh, it's good it's very to, nice. uh, just think about the themes. <laughs> yeah. I love to think about the themes and the motifs. Yes. Perhaps even imagery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I do like, we also get the drop that like, wow, this plant sure, gro- sure are growing oddly fast. It's like they're mm. full, so full of life. Must be all the compost. <laughs> it's, uh... What if uh, my horrible compost concoction? Uh, life finds a way, but too much. <laughs> yes, <laughs> life will find any way it goddamn can. Uh, life uh, finds too much of a way. Yeah. Um, God. So the the wizards get to the palace. Uh, life, life found one of those airport walking escalators. <laughs> you mean moving oh, people sidewalks? Moving. Yeah. 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 People escalators? You know, people movers. People the, yeah, people um, movers. Sure. The, the, yeah, the yeah, horizontal... Mark, Mark said people escalators. No, I'm that's like, not that's, what yeah, I said. I said walking escalators, which is what they are. That Okay. I mean, that is that is also how esca- Yeah, It okay. does escalate the walking, yes. <laughs> do you call walking stair? Do you call a floor a walking stairs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So um they they get to the the palace um and the priests got here before them and uh they don't these people don't like each other. This is the sharks and they the jets. Not, except, yes. This is yeah, yeah, sharks and jets. If they, if they're all like sort of dumpy <laughs> asthmatic old men. <laughs> if if not, none of them could dance. And we're also acting like uh, seventh graders. Yes, they're just yeah calling each other names and fighting. You give them too much credit. I was gonna say seven year olds. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're still like that when they're in. They're still yeah. like that when they're in fucking tenth grade. Red Cully goes off like into the corner with uh, the chief priest of Blind Io, um, who is basically described as just looking kind of just like him, just being a, a big old wall of a man. Um, Strange, they, yeah, it? and they have a very pleasant conversation, right? Because yeah. you know, behind all the drama, they actually are just like cool-headed and just like they're ribbing each other, but they're not enemies. Like this everyone is, else's. this is when two teachers meet each other on an excursion with rival schools. <laughs> yes, and also also worth noting, uh, they look like each other because they are brothers. Yes, that's the reveal in this conversation, which, which is my favorite. That's a reveal, very cute I think, reveal. Ever. I I right. really like the way that it's done because like they're just they're talking to each other. Um, you know, how are things in the god-bothering business? Great. How are, you know, things in meddling How's with stuff men was not that meant that... to understand? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good. They're, they're, playf- they're, playfully, they're, they're playfully putting down each other's professions. Yes, yes. We also get the, the head priest, um, you know, has to deal with Mrs. Cake. Um, and right. the thing is, he just, he compares her to... A dungeon dimension creature, like this is yeah. she's uh-huh. so Again. awful. That one's in the character voice, so like I get that. That like the, yeah. the, the fucking scourge of organized religion here is this one woman, um, who who won't sh- there is shut a, the fuck up. I sw- in I've I've mentioned uh, going postal, but in that like as far away as that book, which is like from two thousand fucking seven, mm. um, that that book has like the uh the Ankh-Morpork, uh 
post office, mm-hmm. which has like the neither rain nor snow nor gloom of night shall stay our messengers from their duty thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like on a fucking pushpin, don't ask us about big dogs, hail, uh, fuck a bunch of things. <laughs> and at the bottom of the list, Mrs. Cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. uh, nice, nice, nice. But like, I kind of at like the end of this conversation, uh, the priest right. says, you know, hey, mother says you haven't written, um, which like that's it's it's a nice reveal. It's a good way to do it. Yeah. Before the reveal, we do all or is it right after the reveal? Uh, Rita Kelly mentions a suit and two pairs of pants. <laughs> and yeah, so he's just like, like get the label? did you get the tag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get... Yes. Fucking I love it. Uh, I also like the thing of the scene is like Ridley like takes a drink and he offers the priest one, and the priest is like, "No, that's a that's a snare to sin or whatever." That's the devil's snare. Like, five yeah. minutes, five seconds later, I could handle. Yeah, he's a like, "Well, snare, I could overcome one snare probably." Mm, and then I can like, deal. I can do a little chugging. temptation. <laughs> they're both just chugging alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll partake in the devil's mouthwash. He says, "No, <laughs> <laughs> that's good sinning." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I also do love when Rin Kelly's like, so there's nothing like going on with the gods. Oh, and the days of our lives. Like his brother literally lists off fucking soap opera plots. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's uh-huh. so fun. Um it's it's really fun. Um and so they're they're like, okay, well since this isn't the gods and it's not magic, and we both all know this, we gotta present a united front to the patrician. Um, right. And then the patrician sneaks up behind them and is like, okay, come on. <laughs> he comes out of a wall, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like, hi hey there. <laughs> Except the patrician would never say Ned that Flanders ever in his life. Patrician Flanders. Heidly ho, I'm Cork Marinos. Oh, uh, I do love the wizards and priests just kicking each other behind the scenes, just being like, he kicked me! He started it! <laughs> they're not gonna fight because they're a bunch of weenies, but, you know, kick the yeah. guy next to you a oh. little bit. Oh, God. Just Rid Cully going around, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. <laughs> like, yeah. stop it. Stop it. <laughs> These, the poor Rid Cullys. <laughs> the brothers Rid They're Cully. dealing with so much. They, they have... They're both on a field trip to the same place, and like it's it's overcrowded. They've got one tour guide. Mm. He's in the walls. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> the um. children are overstimulated by all the violence. It's oh God, no, stop, <laughs> yeah. please, God. <laughs> We're sorry, Julie. I'm sorry, Julie. <laughs> one kid thought it'd be fun to play hide and seek in the museum. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Well, was it, no, was it fun, Julie? Okay. No. Yeah, like, was it Here's fun? The thing. Here... In retrospect, it's funny. <laughs> I have no ill will towards the child. Of course. It's fine. I genuinely don't. It's more just one of those things of, like, okay, all right. Like, this, this might is part as well of the happen. job. Yeah. This is part of the job. And honestly, honestly, Better the kid wanted to play hide and seek than, I don't know, uh, I hear some of the mainstream excursions, and I'm just like, you then see the the report on the internet afterwards, it's like, oh, one kid shoplifted on that excursion, cool. Anyway, not my problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my kid just wanted to play hide and Wasn't seek. Wasn't my class. Oh, please don't my be one of mine. My kid played hide and seek. The patrician, 
has them all group up. He's called all the guild leaders to like be like, hey, what the fuck is up? Uh, they meet the alchemist, like the alchemist guild, and they're like, did you guys do anything fucking stupid? And they're like, no, why would we do it? It blew up all this stuff in our work. Like all of our nice glassware is like broken now because it was flying. Yeah, around. when we make things fly, it comes down again. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, they think he thinks that he suspects it might be a prank somehow. So he calls like the the fools guilds heads. Also, <laughs> oh, I love oh uh, this poor this poor poor the fool. chief butt. <laughs> the chief butt. I love of the, the way that guild. this goes. I love the way this goes because the alchemist is like, yeah, fucking right before I came here, I had a big old beaker just like explode. Uh, and then you just get from, like, the back of the crowd, you know, Mary, t'was a sharp retort, and then they have to walk- T'was a sharp retort! They walk through the joke, because no one got oh, right. it. Because everyone's like, ho, 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 ho. everyone's trying their best to be very nice to him because he's so depressed and miserable. Yeah. He's having a fucking breakdown at all he's, times. Well, because his job is to be pranked by everyone and get his ass kicked. <laughs> and the crowd parts and we just see this miserable man. Uh, and he, he slowly, slowly and painfully explains the joke and then everyone is like oh i get it ha 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 yeah they, they all have identical laugh they, yeah <laughs> their, their, la- their laughter is identical it's very good uh but no so no one has an answer everyone's like i don't know what the fuck's happening it's not my fault um and the petition of finally like turns turns to the guard like the captain of the guard is like uh, can't you do something though? And he's like, I could uh, arrest the knife arrest for being because the, the knife is bending itself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Veterinary says, "Who am I going to call?" And I'm like, hmm, "Who knows? Hmm, if only hmm. someone were here to bust these these ghosts happenings occurrences." So, unfortunately, the person you'd call is in fact Mrs. Cake, mm. uh, and she kind of gets uh, ignored by the wizards in a few seconds. She sure does, but not before. Um... <laughs> not before our favorite part of this <laughs> scene. And the, yeah, not before she talks to one man bucket on the spirit phone. <sighs> Come yeah. on down. Weird that this one hemisphere universe has a fucking um, Native American stereotype to call upon, but you know what? I'm just yeah. gonna fucking lean backwards for this uh, one. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Um, <laughs> very, very strange, you could say. Weird um, how there is not a not only is there a, a Native American in this one hemisphere world, um, but also a Native American who we make alcoholic jokes about. Mm-hmm. We sure do. Oh Let's... boy, we ha- oh boy, oh boy, oh Jeff, There's... oh boy. <laughs> There's so much in here. Like sometimes so Terry is very British. <laughs> Good work, yeah. Terry. Really efficient <laughs> writing. Memory, memory is fuzzy about what the worst one would be. I, I think it's either. I think this is maybe outclassed by the entirety of interesting times. Oh boy! Okay. All right, interesting. Um, because I've been thinking <laughs> a lot about that book uh recently, which is uh they go they they go. Listen, let me put it this way. Um, Terry's like, oh, there's a lot of gold there in on the counterweight continent. And gold is Orem. I'm gonna call it the Orient. Do you get it? Oh, <laughs> Do you get it? Terry, no. You can't just Terry. You can't yeah. just say that. Terry, don't <laughs> say that. Racist. Terry. Jesus. God. So, but like, 
like I mentioned Good Omens before, he does the same thing with the same character in Good Omens. I think she wears a war bonnet at one point for some reason. Like, what are you doing with with these these middle-aged mystic women? Um, which, like, I, like, I get that, honestly. Right. Like, I, if, it's, can, yeah, if it's a pot, joke about tracks, middle-aged European mystic women being into Native American practices... Uh. Yeah, sure, but etc. But it does not come off that way. It does not come off that way, and you are not the person to write it. Mm-mm. Because you can't say something like you know, uh, talking about buffaloes and great white spirits. Although, if one man bucket have, had ever been near a white spirit, he'd drunk it. What the fuck? Yes, you cannot canonize the racism. Actually, no. So, so it. In in this scene, like it's mentioned that like they like they like make a ghost of a vase in order for him to win essentially a fucking bar fight. Yeah. Yes. Um. Later on, later on, she will thank thank him slash pay him for his services by lighting a fucking a shot of whiskey on fire, so the ghost of that can be something he drinks. That is a thing that happens Chris later almighty. in this book. No. See, <sighs> this one's bad, Terry. This one's just fucking uh, bad, also, Terry. He kept putting ums and hows into the conversation. Yeah, that that that, that was that, that was uh, yeah. That he mentions that you know he does that normally, but like now that he's got stuff to say, he's not going to do it. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just bad, just bad all around. Mm-hmm. I, it's a. It's a two-headed. He could have done anything else. He could have been like literally anything else, Terry. He, like the fun. The I I honestly had this thought reading this part of like, yes, when I was a dumbass teenager, read this, I found it funny because dumbass teenager. But now reading, I'm like, you know what, Terry? You could have just turned this into like, old man bucket. You could have even kept the name old man but a one man. Yeah, bucket. like people are Whatever. called bucket. Like they're but, we've but, met like but, three buckets so far in this you series. Could, you you could have kept the name. And everything else about this character, and you could have just made him the spirit of a weird, drunken idiot. Just have him be like a ratchety old man, like yeah. You could have just kept him be that weird old barfly at a pub. It's, yeah, and it's it literally happened. it's all in that it's in that one paragraph that he sets all of that. You take like three yeah. sentences out, and it undoes it's just boom, boom, a lot boom, of boom, it. Boom. It's he like, just ooh, he concentrated it, put it right in there, and I'm like, because because uh-uh. I I won't lie. At least the Orient joke, that's a funny pun. I don't mind that. And Yeah, like, but you haven't also read the rest. I, oh, no, I, I imagine the rest is real bad. But, like... <laughs> oh, the rest is real in, bad. Oh, in a vacuum, let's, that's I don't, funny. I, I don't have fucking time to get into it. I might give an overview, like, when, the, when this recording is done. Jesus fucking Christ, interesting time. Oh, gee. Mm. I, I, I look it's, forward it's, to but it. But, like, in a vacuum, that, to me is a funny pun as a Chinese person of like, ah, I see what you're doing there. You're not actually trying to be offensive and you're not playing into any offensive stereotypes. You're just making a dumb pun. Fair. Fine. That's okay. <laughs> this in a vacuum is real bad. I'd say Interesting Times is one-third funny Rincewind Adventures, one-third we get the dark backstory of Two Flower, oh, which is insane. <laughs> uh, and one-third I have taken, I, Terry Pratchett, have taken every single Asian stereotype I've heard of in my 60 years on this earth, and I've put it into a book. Oh, well, I look forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward look to forward that. Look forward to that in uh, fucking three years. All right, all right. There's still time. Um... <laughs> Uh, so while while this conversation is going on, he's like, it's like 
the thing that I kind of do like is like he's trying to talk to her, but like everyone else, I don't know how this fucking would work, but like all the ghosts are also talking at the same time. So it's like trying to talk on the phone with other people, also trying to talk on the phone. They're all you. trying to get their message through the line oh, because they know she's. I love the one go funny. feed the cat, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's like, "What about like uh, I'm happy on the other side? I can't wait to see you." <laughs> because I'm not. This sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's, I do I, I do like the joke about the person who's trying to shove in most. He's like, whoa, okay, you calling me a fucking savage? I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is, it's, yeah. Mother, he's gonna, I, I do like Ludmilla coming in like, mother, he's gonna need help. He always calls people friend before he, <laughs> he beats them up. Them. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Very real. Mm-hmm. You wanna go, friend? Yeah. And that. And that's when they find their least favorite vase to drop on the floor. Mm-hmm. So the millisecond long ghost of the vase can be used to deck this dude. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Uh, there's this thing about how, like, all of the organized religions have the very strict rules about talking to the dead and how you don't do it. And it's not good. And right. Mrs. Cake is like, no, it's just common courtesy. So, like, it's, it's, right. it's you just know, polite. Yeah, priests hate her. Uh, local one woman talks trick. to the dead. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. weird trick. Um, and I'm like, okay. Well, and and also like establishing that she is the only person that does this, and that's why she is being like assaulted by a million voices. Yeah, we talk about like her religious stuff, and like, uh, you know, she goes through all these different churches and like gets involved in every, like becomes in charge of everything, and then just leaves when she gets into a fight with one of the priests or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, th- she also, um, she, not, like, won't, but, like, she doesn't go to any religions that are led by priestesses. Yeah? That, again, brings, that, that again, very much feels like Terry's commenting on these sorts of people he's met, and that I've met, who are ostensibly very take-charge, very independent older women, um, but absolutely hate other women. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. The, the, or, the, it, like, the girl bosses, you might say. <laughs> I, well, uh, the, the the granny girl bosses. It's <laughs> just weird. Yeah. Whatever. I... Well, cause 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 I keep I keep here. It's so weird. Of like, I don't know. You're in your fifties or sixties. Like you're trying to go like, oh, you know, women need to uh, stand up for themselves. Oh, women shouldn't have to deal with all this stuff. But then also behind closed doors are just commenting on like how teenage girls dress. I'm like, you're just you're yeah. you're continuing. You're the not helping the women. <laughs> Oh, the internalized misogyny. It's it's great. Yeah. It's, like, great yeah, and bad. Yeah. I, it yeah, yeah. Rings very much to me as, you know, in my experience, white woman, like, the whole, like... It's always white women. Will, it's always... Ugh. You know, I, we, we must be powerful and feminist in a way that I approve of and is exactly within my bounds and only I get to do all of it. Yeah, kind of see, thing. like, because... It's one of those things where I will say it's not always white women who do this necessarily, but it's always white women who are also very outwardly going like, no, this, Mm -hmm. you know, not that it's bad to advocate for feminist rights or anything, obviously, but very much saying one thing and then doing another. Yeah. Like, that's that's the very white aspect of it. (laughs) Yeah. Use the language of, like, resisting oppression to, like, attach power to yourself. To exact the oppression, yeah. I just remembered there is a uh, older white woman who I've worked with occasionally at, uh, I've worked with occasionally, and she literally, I kid you fucking not, I nearly, like, snorted out my coffee when she, I heard her talking about this in, 
uh, room was saying, oh, there's this term that has kind of fallen out of favor, but I still quite like it. Girl boss. Okay. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> does, does she also does enjoy gatekeeping and gaslighting? Uh, do, you th- uh, do, you th- do you think? Do you think? she saw the fucking Eric Andre bit as says like like the bit with on, fucking Hayes. Margaret uh, Thatcher? It's like yes, I do still think that actually. I do think she exhibited gr- yes, girl, power. Honestly, honestly, girl power. Yes, I do think Margaret Thatcher Honestly, honestly, yes, yes, she would probably <laughs> think that. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh God, oh Christ! They tried to assassinate her. You know, it's really brave for her to keep being in public after that. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Fifty percent of murderous. Warmongers should be women. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, we also we also got the the statement that Ludmilla was a problem. Uh, yeah. Which is yeah, yeah, because like she can't take her daughter to like the churches because then she would have to explain what's up with her daughter. Um, and yeah, this is where we get like all that stuff about like I'm. Just using the word condition, because um, that feels like a word that she would use. Um, where yes, like she had yes, contracted, maybe she contracted genetics as a child, where she's like, I don't yep. know, my daughter is like this. Um, this uh, just Terry, Terry, you wrote it too real, my man. Yeah. Like, my, what if we medicalized? I, just, it, the, <laughs> the I, I, <laughs> this is not a ha ha funny. This is a mm-hmm. ha ha. I laugh because uh, it's too real, Terry. Like yeah. it's too real. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, I'm, I'm a <laughs> Terry, you're about. destroying <laughs> me. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I'm, I'm laughing like depressed Fenico from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's also the line uh ludmilla was a decent upright young woman for three weeks and every four and a perfectly well-behaved hairy wolf thing for the rest of the time which is Uh, big big mood same 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 same. Uh yeah no listen listen i'm dating a puppy girl i know this i'm aware Uh of how to listen ludmilla i love ludmilla you know i love you i just hate all the things that you do that i don't like that aren't me Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm See, that's just true of mothers in general. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, though, uh, just, again, this is this is a real case of retrospecticus of um, understanding, like, Terry is not trying to be a shithead about these things. He he just writes too well how these people think. Yeah. And it's also, it's also especially funny reading this and then re- later on remembering... Um, Angua just constantly being mad that Carrot is just so good-natured and totally fine with everything about her being a werewolf. And it's mm. like... After, ah. after, the, after she solves his bigotry in her first book. Oh. Yes. I look forward to that. Um, yeah, like this this part... By fucking him, I should say. Oh. Is that also mm. how that goes? Does she peg the bigotry out of him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. uh, yeah. We can only we can only pray. Good. It came out on the knot. Good for anyway. her. Wow, amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, spicy episode. Yeah, spicy episode. Very spicy episode. <laughs> um, yeah, like this. This part with Ludmila, like I know that that's like that's not Terry, but like stuff where like no, no, yeah. but he, but like but. later on, literally like a page later. When he calls her a small enraged football, I'm just like, hey, hold on. It just it's 
parts of the narratorial voice feel just like a little, I don't know, a little cruel to her about her body. Sure, sure. Um, Sure. You know, the way that both of these women's bodies are talked about, I'm not not a big fan of. Terry Terry is still a cis man, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so she um she's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go tell the wizards. Uh, right. Go back in know, your room. I know the priest won't listen to me, but I guess I'll talk. I'll try the wizards. And so she she turns on her her premonitions to walk outside. Well, can we? I also want to bring up really quick this bit about like, uh, why are you doing out of your room, Lavilla? You know, you know, no one can see you. What if you mm. go chase people's chickens or ch- or run after cars and bark? And she's like, Mom, you know, I don't do that. She's like, that's like, a dog. I've Mom. told you so many times like though like this is the thing that establishes like oh she like she does not actually care what limbilla wants like she does not listen to her at all mm-hmm. yeah this is all this is like where the whole the, the practice you're sewing it's like mother i have paws i literally yeah, can't, I can't hold, hold the needle. needle we'll try do it. do it for me do it try for, me, for your mother do, yeah do it for me do, do, do things me, that make you sad so that i will feel better Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, don't go near the window and, and, don't, and, try and remember to no one can see hands. you and you can never go outside for a week yeah i should invest in a tower mm, <laughs> yeah to lock my daughter up mm. in yeah 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 it's a lot heavy episode maybe maybe a content warning for this episode yeah oh yeah um, um i mean there's been a content warning okay on every episode i mean like, i'm sure there was since, but, like i you know. i try to put them in um dear listener if there's ever anything i'm not putting in warnings about please feel free to write in content content warning for this episode oofa doofa <laughs> good boy just, just, just says oofa doofa um just just like a there's some wow wow sauce on this episode so <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode spicy spicy episode. the gang deals with personal trauma <laughs> we'll destroy you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah God. terry forces us to interrogate our feelings about how we were raised and still mm. are mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> She turns on the premonition. She walks through the crowd. Uh, she, like, doesn't get crushed by a barrel. Because um, right. she knows I, it's going to happen. I, I think specifically he describes it as, like, she has an erratic... Like, she's doing, like, an erratic pattern, but also nothing's touching her. Like, she's... Because she's mm-hmm. going exactly where, the, where there will be a space in one second or whatever. Yeah, like, that's that's She's speedrunning. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> she, she clips through the wall because she knows it's going to... She's, like, playing hopscotch, like, to get, like... Just like okay, forward, forward, back, side, forward, back, back, forward, side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mrs. Cake is, is about You're to tell you about parallel universes. <laughs> God, why? Why didn't she just BLJ to get there? <laughs> she doesn't know what that means, but she's going to assume it's something sexual. <laughs> this is, in to fact, tool you. assisted. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> we go back to to Bill Door. Uh, laying down in the hayloft. Oh, Billy Door. Normal human man. Oh my god. I love... Not, not Billy Door, I should no. say. No, yeah, not Billy. Not Billy. Absolutely not Billy. How dare you? No. Th- this is... Hey, this is, this is death experiencing some kind of name euphoria. Yeah, this this is <laughs> death experimenting with his new name that he got and gave himself in a weird way. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, Makes you fall. Mm. Yeah, Terry did not intend for any of this, and it's so funny, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is uh, death coming into the joys of being alive, and it yeah. just happens to coincide with like 
living your life you want to live. Yeah, as as I as I posted in the chat earlier, there's a lot of people in these parts who don't use the name they were born with. She said, mm. "I always say there's nothing to be gained by going around asking personal questions." Oh, yeah. I I love when death gets fired and moves to a trans commune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also later on, uh, this is about the wizards trying to summon death with the right of Askent. Oh, who knows how an egg feels? Mm, who knows how an egg feels? <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, God. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. God. So I, I I love that he's he's like lying there, he's thinking about his name, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um uh and then he's just like, Oh yeah, sleep. You know, I'm going oh, I wonder when it's gonna show up, what's gonna be like. What oh <laughs> I'm gonna take care of that sleep then when it suddenly shows six hours. He was, he was watching out for it with interest. This is me <laughs> trying to get to bed. <laughs> wow, I can't wait for sleep to show up. <laughs> Me, 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 the worst person in the world. I don't understand. You just lay down and decide to sleep. It's so easy. Holly, you are the, oh, no, that's me. You are the worst I, person no, I'm... in the world in that you fall asleep instantly, and yet you will stay up till 6 a.m. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so, okay. I will. I, I am just like Holly, but I would say, uh, quote-unquote, worse, uh, depending on who you are, because uh, I, I'm the sort of person who can just close their eyes and go to sleep whenever I want to, anywhere. I've slept... Uh, standing up. I've also slept um, Ooh, using two chairs as a bed. Uh, I sleep oh, on a wooden floor. Have, it's fun. I did that in college. <laughs> the chairs thing. Uh, but also, that's probably because uh, if you literally put like a blanket over my head, I start to get sleepy. I'm like a bird. Do you... <laughs> Julia's have... nighttime now. I'll start getting sleepy if I'm sitting comfortably on the couch. Like... Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. wow. Do you have like narcolepsy, um... Julie? It will. It will be. It will no. be. Noon. I will have been up for one hour. I'll be sitting on the couch, all comfy, and I'll be like, "Time for a nap." My <laughs> problem is, I need to keep doing things, or else I will start to get sleepy. Oh, and you're a shark. Yes, is- yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. That's me exactly. You stop doing things, you'll fall asleep. Yes, I like. I'll literally get sleepy. It's like I need to move from the couch to the computer, or else I'm going to take a nap here. Wow. Death is fucking, he's like shook in the morning. He's like, what happened to six hours? Um, <laughs> he looks, he looks at his fucking from me. timer and he's like, there's less time in here now. He's like, something came and stole my lifetime. Six hours of my goddamn life. Oh my god. He's, he's fucking yeah. shook. Wait a minute. Sleeping I've fucking sucks. <laughs> that's six hours death, I can no death. longer live. Fuck. Death waking up in a stupor. Oh, I'm pretty sure I have more time than this. Yeah. 15 more minutes. Please. <laughs> but anyway, this is when he mows the lawn real good. And Mrs. Flitworth is like, hey, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> oh, also the rooster doesn't remember what it's supposed to say. Kakazu, uh... Yeah. Um... Oh, when she gives him, like, the scythe and he's like, how do you sharpen it? And she's like, it's sharp. He's like, how do you sharpen it, though? No, how do you sharpen <laughs> it? Um, it needs to be sharper. How do you sharpen it more? It was funny... It was funny with the rooster uh, similarly finding out uh, my husband as workplace. Uh, there's apparently just like uh, somewhere a property nearby that owns like chickens and a rooster. Uh-huh. And the rooster always uh, crows at 9am. And it's like, oh, you're nearly there, bud. Yeah. You're like just a little bit off. <laughs> hey, li- listen, listen, listen. The rooster wants to let me sleep until 9. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah that's they'll, they'll just do it whenever. <laughs> like I, I housed it for some folks mm-hmm. and that motherfucker will just make noise whenever. Like eleven yeah, that's, PM that's guess I'll myth. make noise. A, and yeah. I'm like, fuck you. You dumb motherfucker, go to sleep. <laughs> I'm awake and you must know. 
I'm like, I'm aware. Fucking go to sleep. God. Um, you're, you're in the shed. Go to sleep. Yeah. I yeah. I love... Because um, he cuts down the grass and, and he cuts it down, you know, uh, one blade at a time. But still faster than and anyone else. And yet going else. faster than any man could. Yes, but that's that's also like... In his capacity as death, I think with each swipe, he only, he's only killing one person. Like, only one person dies. Like, yeah. Each, yeah. each life has that same level of importance of yeah. of that that action for him, uh, which I, I think is, is extremely good. But then, yeah, also, he's fucking, like, John Henry cuts down all the fucking grass in an hour or whatever the fuck. Oh, this isn't even... Listen, when I was mentioning his John Henry moment, it was not this. Well, I mean, I, listen, he is, because, like, she's... Yeah, she's watching doing, him from like the back window. He's doing a superhuman thing. Mm-hmm. What I mean is that later in this book, he fights a fucking threshing machine oh, I love and wins. That, that fucks. It's very good. That fucks. Yeah, and so she's she's like watching him from the back window. She's like, I don't know how he did that. Uh, I love that she said he's got a past. He's one of the men of mystery. I expect perhaps he did a robbery <laughs> in his capital L, lying low. <laughs> Uh, and then when he finishes, she's like, that was fast. Do you want to feed the pigs? And, like, she turns around, sloshing sound, I am done feeding the pigs. Oh, my God. I like it. She's like, yeah, the pig's called Nancy. Um, and he's like, Nancy. I will feed the pig Nancy. I, I Nancy. will go and feed the pig Nancy. I will go and feed the pig Nancy. I have finished. Mm. And she goes to check, and she's like, well, you sure fucking did, I guess. Well, well I'll be fucked. <laughs> so you have. Um... And she she explains that the rooster can't call because he forgets what to, like when he's in the middle of it he forgets how it goes. Uh, Death writes um, a cockadoodle do down on a, a spare board with some chalk board, yeah in thick gothic script and I can only picture this like one of yeah. those tacky signs that people have in their kitchen yeah. live laugh love except it's in a thick gothic cockadoodle do <laughs> okay. It's, and he's just like this. Will, this you will read. <laughs> and the rooster's like, and the rooster's yes, like shit. Yes, I should learn. I should learn how to I'm read. Learn how to read. Like tonight. I love um, the almanac that is just filled with like true crime stories. Essentially, <laughs> God oh, yeah. fucking so white women have been the same since forever. It turns <laughs> out in 1991 they were listening to true crime podcasts. Yeah, she's reading the, the true crime almanac um, with all these horrible things that happened really far away, though. Um, yeah, I had to explain true crime makeup TikToks to like some of the older women in my wait, faculty. Wait, explain it to okay, fucking okay, so, me, okay? So no, 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 no. So, so it is. It's typically I've only seen it done by young white women. Uh, so that's my only schema for this. But it's basically them like sh- doing their makeup routine, showing you what products they use, how they use them, while also talking about. True crime story. Yeah. So basically, imagine yeah. like okay. front-facing so camera. So it's exactly just be- what I assumed. Yeah. All right. It's, it's but it, but it, the delivery is very important because it's just like mm-hmm. okay. So I'm using uh, I'm using uh, Mac um, like high gloss uh, on my cheeks at the moment. This one is uh, caramel sixty five. Um, but anyway, they didn't find the bodies, and it was really John John Ramsey is still missing. It's like it's the, uh, the very all, like, all they found were the missing hands, like lifeless. <laughs> tiktok voice right where it's just like it's supposed to be yes, soothing it, but it's really it's just, just like pan like it's unnerving what? it's so weird and yeah anyway the, the, uh <laughs> the fucking i i i'm just playing so much to my co-workers <laughs> i mean i'm i'm 
I am fucking shook in the way that that is like just peak white woman interests. Like, yes, that is mm-hmm. just the, the the sheer confluence, just the the fuck the synergy of those two things. <laughs> I literally, yes, it's it's good SEO because your market yeah. is white woman and they like makeup and true crime. Oh my god, TikTok's evil. TikTok it is, is. So evil. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is the thing. I mean, I knew that I knew this. Yeah. Um from the time that TikTok ads charged my bank account $500 and I had never opened the <gasps> app. Something <gasps> happened there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Something happened there. Jesus Get rid fuck. of TikTok, everyone, please. Kill um TikTok. it's not good for you. L- l- listen, listen. Listen, I I you know I know it, I know you can't the cosplayer we all know. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna mention. Okay, that. but that's what you did. <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> I was like, not. Of, I I follow her. I follow Ashley, and that's it. I haven't opened TikTok. In get months, just get rid of but it. Like, <laughs> I I'm just saying that Tumblr broke my mind in a completely different way, and I feel like it's a better way. <laughs> yes, because it's because it's anti-authoritarian. <laughs> yeah, like I chose what I chose what to put on my timeline. I have not had anything shoved in my face on Tumblr. Yeah, the, now the... see, here's the thing. TikTok is bad, yes, but also it did give us Midwestern emo guitar riffs over uh, people having mental breakdowns, and it's very funny. Ooh. Okay. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, ba- base, base, uh, I only consume TikTok through people posting videos on Twitter yeah. and YouTube, but um, like any... Yeah, like, no, no. Like any moral I, I citizen should. Content. Um, but... It's very good of just sick actual guitar riffs you would hear in a mi- from a Midwestern emo band. Um, but then it's also paired up with the people who are just, like, really having a time uh, that they post on, on TikTok. Like, hmm. here's, here's one woman actually just, the straw's broken and she is screaming in a field because her truck doesn't have a hitch. I would not post this on the internet. What is wrong with people? Yeah. I, I don't know. Would- I only I only laugh because all of the actual breakdowns are over very mundane things. Right, but it's still because if, it, of... if it was actually serious, it wouldn't be fun, right? No, no, but it's it's just genuinely funny because oh yeah, I've totally heard this this actual song. Mm. <laughs> like this is <laughs> God. Yeah, this is a three days grace song. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I've heard this track. It slaps. It's great. Mm, mm. It slaps. It rocks. Sure. Yeah, but, uh, people must post is the thing. Oh yeah, you're, I, ha- you're having a mental breakdown. You must post it to TikTok. Uh, yeah, um, I forgot if I shared this on Twitter necessarily. Um, I think this was a TikTok that I was exposed to, but it was like the uh, just like a horrible, lifeless cover of um, a Mika song with these people and the relationship that they went through, where like they met at a party like they went to aa like they and like both of their struggles with addiction getting together breaking up like three times having a child getting a divorce getting remarried having another child and they they like and i'm like i wouldn't post this why are you right. posting this why are you I, sharing this for anyone I'm, st- I'm, I'm still hung up on lifeless cover of a oh, yeah. song yeah i, I was like wait exactly hang on whoa yeah and i'm just like what the f- what the fuck are you doing why are you saying any of this? Get some help. <laughs> that one fucking Michael Jordan, get some help. It's the tone <laughs> as, like, it's being posted as it as if it's, like, cute and quirky and charming and, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you are psychotic. 
This you, is not a normal person. Yeah, thing it's, you to need put, help to put in front of everyone else. As if, as like, if it's charming. As if it's like aesthetic, right? Yeah, you're sober now. You still need help, like because like there are actually funny, quirky, charming stories. Right. Like, oh yeah, the person who was a caterer who uh, met, who thought that all of the biodegradable uh, plates were actually edible and told all the wedding guests that that's funny. Right. Or the airline uh, stewardess who called, who and a coworker called in a bomb squad because they saw something that was uh, like metallic, small and had wires on the airplane. Uh, but it was actually just, just a Walkman. Um, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> not when it that, is. That second, that second one just happened to the entire city of Boston back in like 2004. Yeah, yeah that one's fun. Oh, um, God, yeah. That one's great. That resulted in the best AMV I've ever got. The thing is seen. that <laughs> anything that is made as content for TikTok will be bad. So yeah. mm-hmm. that is my that's my experience at least. Is that like like things that's just like oh someone did a cool thing and they made a TikTok about it like because they did it or whatever. That's that's usually fine. But if it's someone who's like like I will do this so that I can post it to TikTok, it <laughs> becomes terrifying very quickly. It's uh, it's so it's so fucking cursed. I anyway, honestly, we're all boomers. If well, yeah. If the internet went away tomorrow, I would miss you all very much. But also, the world would be better. Like <laughs> uh-huh. I believe yes. that wholeheartedly. I would miss all of you very much. If you're listening to this, I would miss you. Nothing of value would be lost. Goodbye. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goodbye. And, but, have you? Oh yeah. Honestly, same. That's yeah. the. I think there's a post that's like. If the inter- if the internet disappeared, we all win. Like, yeah, I would not be sad. I would be glad for all of you who escaped and survived. I would, I would be so so pleased uh, if we all forgot the word content. Um, <laughs> I would be so happy. Why have content when you can be content? <laughs> oh you think. wow, kids these days. <laughs> Okay, so I've got to turn it into content now, Holly. Thanks for my Etsy store. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I already have. It's on the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm sewing that into a, a pillow uh, and putting it next to my um, sign that says cockadoodle-doo in a, a thick gothic font. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, Bill, farm, Bill farm Dorr. Goth, farm goth aesthetic. Farm, farm <laughs> goth death. Who I love. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cottage, cottagecore? Does this count as cottagecore? So, cottagecore is slightly different. The cottage core is a little different. Yeah. This is there's like overlap. farmhouse chic. There's this is overlap. like farmhouse horror chic. There's a skeleton yeah. that lives in your barn, <laughs> and he's wearing a little a little hat and overalls. You you. This you, is goth pastoral lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that he gets the big fucking straw hat. It rocks. Oh yeah. Death in his big fucking his hat and his overalls. Hat. Um. He he goes into town to hang out at the pub. Um. And and. Talks no horse town. There's no horse town. Uh, you know. Well, he's there now. It's a one horse yeah, town. It's a Pinky mm-hmm. town. It's Pinky's town. We're just living in it. Uh, truly, <laughs> Binky's town sounds like a toddler programming from the late '80s that was exclusively distributed via VHS mm-hmm. through Christian social networks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, like you got Gerber and you got fucking. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a Gumby spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So death death goes down to the pub. Uh. He you know talks to the people about how you know he's new in town. Oh, I love death at the pub. Just passing through. He. Oh, it's so good. The, and then he's entertainingly bad at darts. Yeah. The, the fellas teach him how to play pool and darts, and they like him when uh, he. They teach him how to play pond. pond pardon me. Um. 
uh, you know, they they like him when he makes mistakes and and he's great. And they, uh, right. I just love the two lines. They'd called him good old Bill. No one had ever called him that before. What a strange evening. Has euphoria from they. <laughs> yeah. But also, he, the fact that, like, they're trying to make small talk and Death is like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Uh, what should I say? I shall buy everyone a round of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so charming of, of, has to, has to learn to be a human. Someone who is so far removed. Someone yes. who, at one time, is so close to the human experience. Um, right. Has but also so far intimacy removed. with them, but not. Yeah. experience or knowledge yeah or understanding it fucking rocks it whips so fucking hard terry thank you um it's and yeah a small fun. a small child uh says that man is a skeleton that man's a skeleton um, <laughs> it's a skeleton wearing pink clothes and you know his <laughs> why is the drinks not fall out of him his fucking the bartender like ushers his daughter away he's like don't don't pay her any mind you know how kids oh, are cause... i do not i am i'm a skeleton and then when he when he goes back um, to the hayloft, uh, Miss Flitworth brings him, you know, some hot chocolatey milk with cinnamon on it, because uh, her her uh, former husband her always liked cinnamon. I her Ralph uh, death not death legitimately not knowing how to handle this. It's like thank you, thank you. <laughs> I I just gotta say she asks him if he's decent, and he's like. I don't understand what that means in this context. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love, um, Bildor was aware of undertones and overtones in the same way that an astronaut is aware of weather patterns below him. They're all visible, all there, all laid out for study and totally divorced from actual experience. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's so good. It's, yeah. it's so, Fuck it's me. good. Oh, God. Thank you, Terry. Feasting. Thank you for this. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Try, trying to experience human life mm, you're so divorced from it wow <laughs> he just like me for real <laughs> he's just like me for real <laughs> um. <laughs> hi oh, for real for real for real for real um and so yeah, and then you know he has his his hot chocolatey milk, and he, he puts his lifetimer away. Hot chocolatey, um, hot chocolatey. He shoves it. He fucking fucking. Can can you not hear it? That hissing underneath the floorboards. You gods. <laughs> he, he shoves it away. He's like, I don't have to look at this. He's like, I'm not gonna look at this anymore. The telltale snake. The, te- <laughs> the telltale sand timer. Boy, um, sure, sure would suck if I had to be constantly reminded of the fact that I am running out of time to live. Oh no, I like these moments. Oh no, they they are finite. Oh no, the moments <laughs> it's about they be finite. Sands of time. Ah damn, these truly do be the days of our lives. Oh, I hate oh, it. No. We haven't like obviously we haven't gotten a lot with death in this book. We do focus mm. a lot on like what's going on in Ankhmore Pork. But I mean like it's it's a book about the absence of death, so like I get that. It's just it's interesting that like this is a death book but we haven't experienced that many scenes with him um i don't know i think it's neat yeah it's like, i don't know that's kind of the point i don't think this book is meandering or unfocused or anything because um i think no it is actually very good about exploring like what is the everyday life without death but i do think it just gets a little bit more focused once we reach soul music and the introduction of susan 
and we yes. then have like a direct deuteragonist to work alongside death parallel in other situations mm-hmm. terry realized that like having a protagonist who is like a supernatural like a natural force who gets distracted and like has an at like fucking distracted from the duties of his job uh that can kind of lead to like some lack of focus so you have a second person to be like do your do your job fuck nuts Mm -hmm. come on i was thinking about this compared to like mort we're like we also we only have like select scenes with death in those but when we're with anybody else it's mort who's doing like the job but in this book when we're at the scenes where we're not with death it's people who are experiencing what is it like without death yeah the fallout Um, yeah, like it's it's you know, like I like I like it because it, it feels like a very like it's a choice he made due to like the stylistic ways that he wanted to exp- like have death scenes. I think because death scenes are very like low energy, like slow yeah. mm. detail, like methodical. They're very introspective. Yeah, they're death, very death plays a farming sim. Yeah, like low action, like <laughs> yeah. time, like you know, there's not no rush. It's just like him exploring things and you know finding out like who he's becoming, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's mm. like it, it's good. It works for like what he's going through and like what it you know what is happening to him as a result of the story. Um. But obviously, you know, you need more something to bring att- like more attention to the book. Otherwise, that pace gets very draggy. Absolutely, and yeah, they they work extremely well with like the extremely high energy stuff that's going on in Ankh Pork, where like shit's fucked up. And then we cut to the pastoral death life. Yeah, we we cut to you know him playing darts with the fellas. Like, <laughs> no one dies out. Nothing dies out in the country. This is known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they tried once. Um. They, it didn't work. <laughs> we go to Wendell Poons, who's uh, going down Elm Street, trying to find. <laughs> I, I love, I love the bit of the first thing we see is like uh, he's he's looking at all, trying to look at all the house numbers, and then he realizes, uh-huh. oh, I was being short sighted. I'm only near sighted out of habit. Yeah, and then he turns on his fucking <laughs> Sharingan. He improved his eyesight. <laughs> he improved let me, his let eyesight. Me see, let me see good, actually. Vit- vitreous humor, you clear up right this minute, young man. Yeah. <laughs> let me just... You be- stop, being op- stop being cloudy, you fucking jelly. Yeah. Cataracts be gone. Get your shit in gear. Cataracts, get the you fuck out of here. <laughs> it's just very good. I just like. I just like. The, and what's this horseshit about the better. brain getting an upside down image? Give me the right way up. Fuck you. <laughs> God. Yeah. Very, very. I just. It's just fun. I just like when he just. Blind spots! By willpower. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, so he, he finds. Uh, 668. He finds the place. Yeah. And this place is like. Walking up the stairs, this place is like a fucking. 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 Uh. Immer- like a. Fu- I'm trying to. Uh, the walls are painted with slogans like it's fucking Left for Dead or some this shit. This house is like <laughs> slated to be. Uh, demolished, like, is the impression you get. This this feels I, this feels like a trap is the overwhelming feeling that I get when I read this. That is kind of how it feels. It's just, it's, um, it's over a tailor's shop, so, like, he has to go through, um, An alley. like, that weird side door that will go to the upstairs above a business, um, that always feels like you're gonna get murdered. Yeah. In, in wording that is, that, that on, like, 
I know what it means, but on each read, as an American, I'm like, the first floor above oh, yeah. the tailor shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Yeah, you folks. <laughs> you poor yeah. idiots. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, yeah, like, we, I, can yeah, accept, yes. I can accept that you call it the, the, the street level floor, the ground floor, or the street level floor. But surely the one above has to be the second floor. It's no, the no, second it's, one it's, of them. No, it's no, it's base. It's base zero. That's the yeah. thing. Like we start. No, at zero, fuck off. And then we go up. <laughs> we don't the, know how many. Fuck stories the goddamn hell off. The, we don't sorry, know what? how many stories the building has. It could have, there could be another story up above it. In which case, it is the first floor above <laughs> the tailor shop because there could be a second floor above the tailor shop. That's how it works. There you go. We don't know. Bite he doesn't. Me. He doesn't tell us how how tall this building is. The thing that gets me is like, I now that like because I knew that was a thing because I've traveled before, but then like I when I did like my study abroad in Germany, I, like now I just can't I cannot remember which is which, to in which place, mm-hmm. so I get mm-hmm. it I get it confused a lot. Say the thing that makes sense, and if anyone stares at you, fucking stare back. <laughs> okay, Fuck <American>. them. <laughs> he he walks up this this stairway oh shit that's right there's still a couple pages yeah. left yeah but i i want to talk about the like the phraseology uh going on painted on these walls um about how you have nothing to lose but your chains you have uh, downloaded a communist mod for fallout new vegas yeah uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. the silent majority want dead rights and end vitalism now um uh, all right okay. yeah okay um because it's not it's not fantasy racism quite but it is inventing a system of oppression and bringing in the real world words yeah, of feels oppression for, Make, for makes your, me uncomfortable your, your fantasy yeah. your fantasy oppression that you made it's just it's a little like it's not out the edge. I, I don't know not not great not the worst thing in this reading but it's um you know it's a uh, weird vibe yeah weird vibe trepidation yeah, <laughs> just like mm. okay. is this, this is again another thing where I'm like I totally Marge, saw nothing wrong Marge with that Marge. actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is one again one of those things where I'm like I I don't know. Mm. Yeah, just, I'm also I am also shrugging at this. I, okay, I just read this and I'm like, you haven't done anything that <laughs> upsets me yet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and I know this this probably isn't how this is going to go. But I keep thinking about um, that photo from Arrested Development where we we demand to be taken seriously. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I'm, like... I'm waiting for that. To, yes. I'm waiting for that to just be like uh, a PDF, like printout on one of the pages of, the, of one this of these is... books. Hey, the, the hey, thought, hey! I have a very yeah. good image to show you. Then I have a very good image yes. to show you. Then yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've seen this before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. So, the the Fresh Start Club is very much uh, one person trying to create a workers slash uh, minority representation union to defeat, like, uh, oppression in their world, or at least oppression... Well, no, it is just directly oppression. Yeah. Um, but everyone oh, else sees it as right more there. of a support group. Mm, everyone okay. else is just way more of a support group. Yeah, it's like, every, to them, everyone, it's... Like, re- the one dude, the dude holding the sign here is like, the dude is like, no, we, we gotta rise up. We, and everyone else is just like, it's just nice to talk to people who understand me. Mm. Okay. Alright, interesting. Life is hard. I don't particularly want to do a revolution. Listen, we can all join for coffee every week. It's fine. Mm. Okay. 
this this does just this does just sound like organizing. All right, Terry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious how. Yeah, how not it saying is. that's bad. Yeah, I'm curious how it is framed and such, but we'll get into that as we read. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I definitely think this is way more informed by Terry's experiences because there is a very specific generation of like uh, Terry's like generation of people of British comedians and writers and artists who were very heavily involved in the workers' rights movements mm-hmm. of uh, Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And, like, who were the ones who lived through and dealt with Thatcherism mm-hmm. and maybe weren't the ones who lived from in, like, the coal mining towns, but they were directly supporting those people uh, in the cities. Mm-hmm. And it definitely feels way more informed by workers' movements and uh, socialist movements and the minorities uh, there within. Mm-hmm. Cool. I would. I love that. I would like to see more of it. Sure. Yeah. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not directly dunking on it, but the, yeah, uh, the vibe is a little. It's. It's. Yes. Odd. Given it the is, other times, it is he's something you have to, to do fantasy out. racism. Yeah. Our yeah. chancellor is running back to the college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah he's the like, the I'm wizards go fucking... back to the college. Yeah. Uh, and they encounter Miss Cake. Well. Well. And we have like a weird backwards conversation. Uh, that yes, uh, Ridcully wants to do the the right of Ashkent because he's like, all right, we're gonna find out. We gotta talk to the guy in charge. This is a fucking mess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Force sees the mouse blood. Yes. Uh, we also got a mention of uh, a Mr. So called uh, Amazing Maurice and his education rodents. Uh, how far That's away a is whole that? Series uh-huh. of books. How, how far it's away is that book? Ma- it's not in any of the main books. I'd have to check. I've never read them. Ooh. Oh, okay. I thought that was they're, one of they're the They're like the books. young adult books that I never oh, got into. Okay. That makes sense. The, them and the Tiffany Aching ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there are technically like five or six or so Discworld books that I've just never read. Alright, okay. I'm just like, I know that. He does that again. Yeah. <laughs> he holds on to that one. Apparently there's a animated movie called The Amazing Maurice uh, oh. coming out, being released by Sky Cinema. Oh. Uh, it's coming out okay. next year. I think I saw okay. like a trailer for that, I want to say. It's adapted from The Amazing Maurice and His Educated Rose. Yeah, I think when I was looking into Makes like sense. the what the young adult books were, I think I saw like a trailer for it. Yeah, he's he's like a fake Pied Piper. I think that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a fake, but he, he is. He he's is, just a yeah. Pied Piper. Hey, apparently in the book, the, uh, the Pied Piper man is replaced by a cat. The cat is named Maurice. Yes. Oh. And he leads the rats. Interesting. I love that. Yes, yes. This checks out. That's cute. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, Mrs. Cake is here, and I, I do like the the backwards conversation they have, this where is, this she is, opens with... This, this is just Homestuck. This is kind of just Homestuck, yeah. This is a little Homestuck. <laughs> Me reading anything that involves time travel, this is just Homestuck. The, the, their, their, conver- their conversation goes, I am not your good woman, and here, who are you, my good woman? Well, that's no way to talk to a respectable person. There's no need to be offended. Oh, blow, is that what I'm doing? <laughs> Madam, you are answering me before I've said anything. What? What, what, what do, do you mean? mean? What, what do, do you mean? mean? What? <laughs> it's very good. Um, oh. That's, that's, that is all very fun. Right. And then she, she's like, oh, sorry, my, my premonitions are, like, offset by a second. Hold on. And she fixes it. She's like, okay, anyway. She fixes it by just sticking oy, her finger oy, in her oy, ear. Oi, automatically. Pr- yeah. Premonition, sorry. Sorry, love. Which means she should have seen this coming, which is that Rick <laughs> Kelly goes, give the lady a penny and fucking get her to get her out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. 
as as all as wizards only could. Sorry, you didn't meet, you didn't meet the two minute mark. Uh, you're gonna have to try harder than that, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously she's very pissed off, and they're just they like slam the door in her face. And then somewhere in an alley, uh, something small and shiny rolls around in the in the alley, uh, and there are faint metallic noises. And that is where we leave off the reading for the day. Yay! Fun book so Woo! far. Yeah. Um, yeah. it feels, it, I don't know, it feels very, like, locked in for me. Like, it's very, like, you know, in its, in its stride, more so than other stuff we've read, I feel like. If it, like, it's very more, it's, like, more consistent in when it's hitting it. It's also way more to the point. Like, it's immediately jumped into yeah. exactly what this book is about. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, I think this is very streamlined. This is very yeah. polished. We, um, we've yet to hit a point where I'm like, why is this in here, Terry? Please just tell us the story. Yeah. All right. Do we have any emails? Yeah, Mark, do we have any emails? Um, we do not have any more emails. Um, please write us at thediscoursepod at gmail.com uh, and tell us, you know, what you're thinking about the reading and what you think that, tell us that we're boomers for not liking TikTok, etc. Yeah. <laughs> um, G- t- tell all those relatively young millennials that we're boomers for not liking TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what the internet is. Um, did you say yeah. you had like a uh, something from Twitter or something for us? No, just mentioned the DM that made no sense. When oh, yes. got it. Yeah. a week ago. Yeah. Uh, shout outs, right? Send in more of those. That's just send in more things that I have to immediately ask Holly S- about. Send, send, send quotes from like fucking uh, the Night Watch. Yeah, just, just, just fuck me up, fam. You can, you can find that Twitter. <laughs> you can find the Twitter at Zlor Flannelfoot, or yeah, it's at you... the Discourse, or what is it? Uh, it's at the Discourse. If if you search for Zlorf, uh we're right there. There we are. Um, but being but you can also get in those DMs uh, and call me just a super fucking luddite, and I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking did care. That, Whoa, that super luddite! <laughs> yeah, I'm a super. No, I'm saying you can. After a lot of the things oh, I said yes. over the past two and a half hours, um, you you can say a lot of things back to me. They are right. Uh, you should say them. Our our theme music is done by Maxie Satan. Uh, you can find it her is. on on Bandcamp at Pastel Hand Grenade, and and she's super cool and she rocks. She uh, makes yeah. fucking banger music is the thing. She does. She does. She really does. Uh, Julie, where can we find you on the online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, uh, L-O-W. That's my main account, although locked because I'm a public school teacher. And oh my god, I'm so looking forward to the end of the school term. Uh, lots happened. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, send me a follow request. Uh, I will try and sift through the dozens of spam follows i get uh who knows let's see if i you pass the void comp test in my brain of are you human who knows um <laughs> find out now uh you can also find me on twitter <laughs> you can also find me on twitter at fully underscore julie that's f-o-o-l-y underscore j-o-o-l-y um that's my art account i'm literally about to post at least one uh miniature picture i've uh, already taken and posted on instagram to like use this goddamn account um and speaking of instagram you can find me there at dl hobbies that's where me and my husband zach uh put all our warhammer stuff there i've posted a picture there of uh the first of my evergreen terrors uh blood bowl team of weirdos 
a very very fitting in that uh they're an undead team of skeletons uh zombies mm-hmm. a literal sheet ghost and a werewolf oh. so yeah. kind of works out we're also going to be reading this book. They're an actual uh, sheet ghost. We're reading this book in the spooky season, so it's it's very good. Yes. Hell yeah. Well, it's September 3rd. Yeah, the spooky season. <laughs> yeah. Holly, yeah, spooky season. Did, did they Holly, fucking this stutter? comes out at the end of September, and then we read the book guess, through October fair. and November. <laughs> fair enough. I, I forget how long that these all take. These th- We read a book for about three months. The, the spooky, scary skeleton we all know and love. Death. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Blorba. We've discussed this. <laughs> we we know him. We know of the we, Blorba. We know him. Mark, where can we find you on the online? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Avengifier. A V E N G I F I E R. Um, I don't know. My brain is disintegrating because uh, my <laughs> one of my coworkers is on paternity leave, so I have been working much too hard. Honestly, I'm tweeting about. Uh, Discworld, shockingly. Uh, who could have wow. seen it coming? <laughs> Alright, uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at ChumPersonable. You can find the other shows I do over at Lupin Lottery, where we watch all of Lupin the Third in a completely random order, predetermined by computer, and at Half Ronma Therapy, a podcast I do with my girlfriend Sky and our friends Pokey and Ashley, where we watch all of Ronma One Half. Uh, you can give me a dollar uh, on my Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybedelin, uh, where you get access to my Discord server, um, and you get access to, like, stuff that I upload early, so, like, whatever I finish, I uh, post there first, and you get to take a look at before anyone else. Uh, and yeah, give me a dollar. And would you guys like to hear what we are reading up to next week? I sure would. Yes, please. Next week, we are reading to page 173, depending on your edition. Bill shook his head. He tried a number of emotions, but this was a new one. Uh-oh. Could you fetch me a steal? Wow. And until then, see you all next time in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, my Ankh-Mulk Pork baby. <laughs> I, I, that's what this is. This is what I fear. I'm going back to Ankh-Mulk Pork is about. Yes. <laughs>